and welcome to episode 20 of Les Odorants. I can barely believe I'm saying the word 20. In fact, if I say the word 20 over and over, it will lose all meaning, like this show. Right, uh, I would like to welcome, as always, the three most incredible perfumistas I certainly record a podcast with. Uh, James! Hi! Ben! Hello! And Fliss. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Fliss's intro is much nicer. Um, but this week, I am um, I am not fucking around. I am getting straight down to business. And I want James to hit us, not physically. Or maybe physically, actually. That could be quite fun. Um, but I want James to hit us <laughs> with with the full 14... Go. Is this is this so that you can get it done before his, his internet goes down again? <laughs> well, that's a good good idea. Yeah. Also, also, I may have noticed that if we leave James till last, the first half of this fucking podcast ends up taking like six months to record. So I'm going to get him out well, of the way. I'm going to really drag this one out then. Yeah. <laughs> what for a fucking change, eh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It's all yours, go. James. Hit it. So. I wore uh, a big fat clone on the first day. What? Uh, Ojan. Ojan by uh, Parfums de Mali. Oh, yeah, that's a clone um, of Soma Halcyon. <laughs> <laughs> just leave that one to just sit out there for a bit. I, I like Soma um, Halcyon. Thank you. Thank you. So I did, I did as well. Um, I did a little video about it. Oh, I didn't see it. That was the one, the, the first batches that you sent me of. Um, samples yeah. and that was my favourite. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it wasn't intentionally. It's no. It's no. It's no Ojan. Come on. No. Uh, and what's <laughs> so, Ojan a clone um, of? Uh, some Hermes. Uh, uh, Amber uh, Narguli. No. Yes, How do you pronounce right. that one? I mean, I know our pronunciation is shit, but is it? I, I sort of assumed it was Nargul or something it, like that. You're right. Narguli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, how, that's how they call it in Brian. You got any Ammonarcholis? Yeah. Excellent. Right. So uh, this uh, this full fourteen in, in a rush is not working at all. Uh, how no. was your own so, experience? It's amazing. It's a great fragrance. It's better than Ammonarguis. Um, I think I'll just say I'll just say about it. Right, the Hermes is a little bit more understated, and yeah, this is a bit more full on uh, with its kind of spiciness. But it's a bloody good fragrance, right? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. But. Parfum de Mali. They, I bought this when Parfum de Mali first came out, and they they weren't doing all that kind of like giving shit away. Like really, nobody really knew who they were. They were just a brand in Fortnum and Mason. I went to London once, like and you know in in a blue moon when I do, mm. uh, and I went in there and I was like, oh, what are these big chunky bottles? Um, and I just liked that particular fragrance, and then subsequently, like grew to kind of hate the brand. <laughs> Like, because they're kind of a bit shit, aren't they, really? Like, and, you know, and, and I just saw that guy was so ubiquitous. He was just everywhere. Mm. That fucking, whoever he is, that blonde-haired, lanky fella. Um, you, what, you, the guy you know, who, owns, what, who owns the brand? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just on everything and uh, everywhere. Timmy Rawlin. <laughs> blonde, lanky fella. Um, no, but she's she kind of likes them or something, doesn't she? Or it's a bit of a sick burn, wasn't it? Uh, it was a very sick burn. Uh, yeah, I, I quite was, like Parfum uh, de Mali actually. As it goes, I, I'm like James. Like, I like the chunky bottles. Yeah, I like the chunky bottles. They're fun and like the perfumes are like nothing special, but I, they're just 
crowd pleasing, aren't they? They're just you yeah, slam it on, and you know that everyone's going to go, "Oh, that's nice." Well, that's more or less the definition of the house. I mean, parfums de Mali, mm. I believe, if you translate it from French to English, actually actually means nothing very special at all. Cheers. Look it up. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's, that's that. Uh, then on uh, the next day, I wore Clive Christian C for men, uh, oh. which is another one um, that I bought like pretty much when it came out. Um, like C, C, C's the, C's the original that? one. It yeah. smells a bit like Tuscan leather. So it's the Tuscan um, leathery one, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of better than Tuscan leather. Oh, uh, um, no doubt. I mean, Tuscan leather is uh, officially the most obnoxious perfume in the entire world, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. I, hate I, it. I, I can kind of understand why. That, I don't hate it, but I can understand why you think that. And mm. it's kind of like a bit of a look at me. Uh, you know, it's the kind of new new twat kind of like cho- new twat's choice, isn't it? New so uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. And yep. all these like rappers going on that it smells like cocaine and stuff. No, it it's doesn't. Like, Shut up! Yeah, exactly. I've so, I've never done cocaine, but I can confirm that it doesn't. The thing that I've never no, done definitely no. doesn't smell. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Anyway, perhaps, no. um, perhaps I've never done cocaine, on. but I, I like the way it smells. Hmm. Um, so anyway. Um, uh, can confirm that uh, it tastes absolutely nothing like it smells when it's dripping down the back of your nose at three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Uh, and, this and is you, Tuscan leather, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Ruby Woo by Mac. Has anyone ever smelled that? Ruby. Yes. It's basically a Tuscan leather no. clone, but it's a really good yeah. clone. Uh, probably but. too expensive now, but back in the day, it was a really good cheap it's clone. Discontinued, but it was... and it's really, really expensive online. You'd probably be better off just buying. Some yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because yeah. I think the whole Mac line got discontinued, which is a shame because it was all really good actually. Yeah, the MV1 and MV2 were my staples mm. for years and years and years. What There's like a kind of green one in those Mac bottles, isn't there? Uh, yeah, like greeny blue. All of the new kind of stuff, color. not so much that 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 initial uh, release that they did was i think it was pretty phenomenal to be honest but anyway it's all very expensive on ebay so uh, uh there was one which was a uh, uh like um i think it was it was it mac teddy which yeah uh, at uh, tobacco, like, tobacco vanille yeah. um yeah i but I, I just i don't like tobacco vanille i don't like tuscan leather so um by the okay. way the, the closest i've got sorry i know we're already fucking with your full 14 but the closest I've got to a fragrance that I like that smells like Tuscan leather is um, Abdul Samad Al Qurashi. Uh, they do one called uh, Safari Extreme, um, and it's it's really floral. It's like a really floral take on Tuscan leather, um, and it's actually really really good. But that DNA. Um, it just has that sort of, you know, that that fucking whatever it is, raspberry or and leather kind of combination. It just, mm-hmm. it literally takes me back to that boat on holiday where I want to vomit. It, it, it's vomit-inducing. <laughs> well, I would say that the Clive Christian is simultaneously sort of smokier, less kind of of that annoying sort of raspberry. Yeah, it does have that in it, obviously, um, and it just kind of. I like to think that it was kind of made independently of uh, Tuscan leather and it wasn't like a conscious clone. I, d- I don't think that is the case. I but doubt um, I th- think maybe they just thought, yeah, we can improve on that or make something like sort of opulent or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, and if you think about... Uh, I, what I like about it is the almost, like, saffrony kind of element to it. Mm. Um, and I like the sort of... It's quite a novel, uh, like, formula. Uh, someone posted the... Um, what's his name's uh, GCMS uh, interpretation. Daniel. Yeah, uh, the other day. And there was people, like, arguing. And, you know, there's all these kind of, you know knobheads like me who do a bit of perfumery and think they can fucking argue the toss with people. Um, yeah, because no, so it was some percentage that was in there that people were like, oh, well, how have they got away with putting that much in? Wasn't that, like, over the IFRA kind of... And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. So, um, anyway, yeah, uh, I think, like, that sort of... Ras- like, people go on about raspberry ketone. I don't know if I just am slightly anosmic to it or just can't smell it as strongly as other people, but... Like, I don't think it's that. It's I, I don't know how they've managed to get, like, that much of a raspberry kind of vibe to it using raspberry ketone because it's not very strong in my mm-hmm. experience. I don't know. I just use, like, the neat, like, crystals or whatever, and I don't think it's... It smells of raspberry. You know, I can smell it, but it's kind of how have they sort of conjured that kind of... Uh, it might do some magic when you make up that formula. I don't know. But anyway, anyway so it. I wore that. Doubt it. Um, right. Okay, go on. Uh, then Armani Privé uh, Mer Imperial. Mm-hmm. I don't think which I is a really, know that one. Uh, <laughs> it's a really nice, um, heavy, resinous, uh, think uh, Black Afghano, Lord No Nero, fucking um, all that kind of like heavy, resiny sort of stuff. Uh, a lot of Kana, like Barcelona type fragrances all smell like this kind of uh very incensey yeah it does have a myrrh element to it but it's probably better than all of those fragrances that i mentioned to be honest um yeah it's really good um mm-hmm. and then i wore serge luton's uh l'orpheline mm. which uh ben very kindly sent to us uh it was something that i think Fliss said the same, that we'd kind of picked it up at the time and then dismissed it and gone, hmm, yeah, it's a nice, clean, sort of musky thing. Next. And then, uh, in actual fact, when you wear it and enjoy it and go, hmm, what a little, nice little thing this is. I think uh, it's lovely. So it's lovely. lovely. Just, yeah. But lovely, not in a kind of twee way. Yeah, it's, I'm not. I'm not patronising it like patting yeah, on the head, going, no. "Oh, you're lovely." No, it's no, like, no, no. It's you, you're lovely, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. nice so, one, mate. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. One. So that's it, <laughs> right? And then, uh, then I wore a queer Kakama by um, uh, Affinescence, nice, which is just absolutely. Fuck, I put a little heart by it because that's how much I fucking <laughs> love. Do you write little friends. love letters to it? Pretty much. James loves queer kakama. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I really do. And, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Brilliant. It's just occurred to me, by the way, sorry to interrupt you mid-flow there, but it's just occurred to me. We've had a few people, uh, all all three of our listeners have got in touch and said they would like us to make a list of fragrances that are referenced in the show. And it's just occurred to me why that actually might be a good idea. My first reaction was called, fuck off, get a pen and pencil and do it yourself, you cunt. Um, but uh, but no, it might be a good idea because our pronunciation is all over the place. So imagine going to look for queer kakama. Y- you're fucked. You're fucked. Queer kakama? Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not 
that's not how it's spelt. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have to uh, However, do something about having having offered to make the list. And yeah. we've only on about number four of James's. We've already referenced. I've been counting at least nine. Um, you, well, here we go. I mean, are you keeping you know, a list? I, no, I'm not keeping a list. I'm just, I just was you're just gonna have to listen back to rough, it. Tally, rough tally, and I was like, my God, we're this is already a lot. This is a lot more than James's four already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, it's a glorious perfume. I always go on about, oh, you know, like um, not really. Like people think I don't like indies or I don't like natural materials or all this because I always like bang on about, you know, synthetics and like proper trained perfumers and stuff. But I'd I, like, I love that Affinescence brand. I think they're mm. amazing and there's loads of naturals in those and they just kind of smell really like, they smell like what ambergris is. It's kind of this weird yeah. gritty, like in everything that they do. I don't know if they put ambergris that, in everything that they make. I don't know, but it's must- so like... Yeah, the, the, the musk and ambergris one for me is just I, I'm I absolutely love that one. I did write to them and said the Les Odorants team would love to fucking get hold of some samples of these new Top Note collection that you're doing. Oh yeah, but they didn't even fucking respond. Oh uh, well, well, more, fuck them. More then. fool them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, we we'll just have know. to pay for it now. Boom. Well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I just love that so much. And then I wore Armani Code Parfum. Oh really? The new one, yeah. And Is it any good? I've seen some shite. really shitty reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I like the original Code. I liked it, like you know, when it came out. I thought, yeah, it's all right. It's nice, you know. Um, and I mean, that is not good. That new one. Uh, it's just just boring and shit. And I've got really got nothing to say about it. So anyway, yeah. Then I wore uh, amber fetish, which we're going to talk about tonight. Amber. Oh yes. How did you say it? Uh, ombre, ombre fetish. So uh, yeah, and I've also kind of included that in my. Were we supposed to pick? We'll, four, we'll talk like, about it things? later because this uh, is in my. It's in my top ten of all time, and it might okay. even be in my top five of all time. Mm, yeah, I can it's, see why. It's a it's, a, it's a great a amber. One. Yeah. It's a really good amber. It's really. It's like. Spicy, incensey amber. We're it's, it's gonna good. do the absolute tits out of that one in okay, the second okay. half. So great. Okay, so uh, then I wore Amouage Interlude Man. So I've really been going like yes. mm, it's slightly cooler weather. Let's wear this. Yes. Um, I did see that Amouage actually called it the Blue Beast in a post, and I thought, don't do that. Yeah, like, but it is you know what I mean? The if Blue some. Beast. Yeah, but if some wanker on fucking YouTube has called it the Blue Beast, then you're kind of like, okay. But then the brand kind yeah. of like being like self-aware and then like spitting it back. It's like, oh, don't do but that. Once that, it's you know. entered modern parlance, I think you, you you basically, you can choose to ignore it or you can embrace it. And, and I think it, it, it shows they're not taking themselves too seriously by embracing it. That That's how I'd read it. In a way, like it is ubiquitous. It's similar to like uh, you know, as far as Fragcom goes, like or you know, just fragrance universe goes, like them referencing Blue Beast and like it's about the same sort of level as like you know, it's it's so ingrained as like Uncle Serge or Roger mm. being like Roger Bird and being a non-perfumer. Like it's up there with like a it's kind just of part of the law, isn't it? Yeah, it's 
Yeah, like the, I, the fragrance I, I, law. I, and also, it is a beast because I was looking at my bottle. I've used so little of that. Yeah. I mean, when, oh, did, yeah, when did it come out? I bought it in like 2012 or something, right? So how old is that? That's like 10 years old, that bottle nearly, mm. right? And there is literally like a fucking mill gone out of it because it's really? so strong. I, I yeah. can more or less drink that stuff. It's, it's I know everyone goes, oh, it's fucking nuclear. It, to me... I'm quite happy to just give that like twenty odd sprays. I'll fucking decorate the room with it. The whole lot, just love it. Yeah, I mean you you can do that. Um, <laughs> but if like, I'm not well in the head. Yeah, I mean. Well, no, no, no but uh, I mean, I, I I've put it on and gone. Mm, that's kind of enough. But I I get it. I get it. If you if you mm. enjoy it, you can you can put on plenty so, more. If you need to, uh, if you've got a pest control problem, like it will sort that out. Uh, right, yeah. come on, James. How far through your okay. full fourteen are we? I'm pretty pretty near the end, so oh, I'll just really? race through now. Sweet. So then I wore. Well, no, it's halfway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> seven. We've done seven. Oh, no, nice. eight. Eight. Now. Okay, we are near at the end of the beginning. Good. Okay. okay so then, yeah, but the next one's Pika Via Dharma, which we covered. Ah, oh, yes. A lot. And last are you still week, loving it? Because your opinion does change. Um. Right. Okay. When I said like. I, I love it. Yeah, okay, I do, but not. I'm not mad about it. Like, I wore it that day, okay. and I was like, yeah, it, I still like it, yeah. uh, and I still think it's a good perfume, and I think the fact that it it elicited so many different responses from, from all of us, and you were on the whole, like, Eastern Promises tip, mm. and, uh, like, Fliss was like, meh, it's okay, I think. Did she say I, that? I, I, felt, I found it very, very feminine, and... Ah, that was it, yeah. 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 I loved it. And I, we both sort of saw the kind of chicness mm. and like Ben hated it, I think. Yep. Yeah. Ben hated everything. And yeah. uh yep. um, <laughs> it's a very and we, yeah, set of reactions. Yeah, it was. Anyway, so we've we've covered that. But I yeah, yep. it's okay. Like I don't think I'll buy a bottle, but I like I like it. Mm-hmm. Um so uh Xenia Integrity, so Ermin Gildo's Xenia. Uh, and his man, essences of man collection, mm. which uh, I don't know you which know one, one integrity is though. I was it's looking. Probably the only one that you haven't got. Yeah, <laughs> You've got I, like I, a couple so of those, I, haven't you? I've got three of them, and I did look when I saw your Insta post, and I've got talent, which is like the mm-hmm. tea citrusy one, which is lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Passion, which is saffron. And yeah. uh, strength, which is basically what wanky names. I'm sorry, yeah, but they're meant to be boozy. But they're, they're meant to be elements, elements of a man. You know, passion, strength, talent, and integrity. So, so being so being a man involves like strength and passion and integrity. What well, a load I, of fucking bollocks! So fucking sixties, mm. or even older than that. I mean, what kind of fifties world are we living in? Do you want me to go chop a tree down? Like, fuck okay. off. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> on, chop a tree down then you can yeah. let's see that right right no, no I, uh, I, I i think all all that aside um like say <laughs> i think they're a good i think they're a good collection they of are. perfumes they're great uh, whether you like all that stuff or not i think i, I, I think I, I i think the fact that the elements of man like is not even on like i i didn't know that's what they were called right when I tried that collection. In fact, what happened was I went up to the shelf and went, oh, Xenia have got a new collection. I know that they're owned by Estee Lauder and that loads of those, their old niche line 
had been available really cheap, right? And they were really quite good, those. Do you remember those Is, ones? is that the one, like, the like, patchouli? Like, do you, do you know, do, is it do, do yeah. Java and patchouli or something? Java and patchouli, mm, all really those good, kind of yeah. ones. They were all really good, right? They've got an amber one, like, there's a kind of ambrette-type vibe. They've got, like, they cover all the fucking bases. They've got a kind mm. of cologne white floral one. And they were all excellent if they're reduced... Mm. In they got discontinued, so, didn't they? Yeah. And then they like, like yeah. really, and then yeah. kind of everyone realised how good they were, and suddenly they were really expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they've done the full, the, the full circle. Yeah. But then uh, they still occasionally release like odd ones of those. Like later afterwards, they did a few in like different bot, like same bottle, but like di- slightly different colour scheme the, and stuff. So it's like, are they discontinued? Two, are they not? What's happening? Those were the O ones, weren't they? They did like a sort of watered down range. Um, yeah, but right. I, I, I just want to go back. Right, the elements of man thing. I, I agree. It's a sort of wanky premise, right? But you got to remember where Zenia, the brand, are coming from. They are an Italian masculine. Is it couturier? Is it's men's the, fashion. It's they men's don't fashion. do women's stuff, do yeah, they? It, it, I don't it think they make suits men's and stuff. Fashion house. They make suits and and sort of business attire and and sports casual kind of stuff, right? So it, it's very consistent with that brand. I agree, right? There's a sort of there's a strong aspect of cuntiness about it, suggesting <laughs> men must be strong, right? I I, I do agree with you, but. Um, the perfumes are absolutely fucking solid and for a designer house to release quality like that i i really appreciate them i think i completely agree and i I, like i say had i have known in fact as soon as i knew that they were called elements of man i was like oh that's a bit wanky but i'd already i think i'd no i hadn't bought it but i'd already decided Well, I already decided that I definitely wanted that thing. And also you could argue, well, you know, yeah, okay, I get what, what, what Ben's saying, but mm. I, is it, it's not, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having those kind of, like, qualities, is there? You know, whether you're a Nothing man wrong or with a, being strong. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. I don't, I, Look I don't at you, you fucking beef boss. You're I'm, always I'm, in the I'm gym. Super, super <laughs> hench. Always in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Guns yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I, I wouldn't say it's an essential attribute of masculinity. I don't doubt the perfumes are probably great, because I say I do agree with, like, the old ones that I have smelled are, are mm. really good. Like the, um, say, like... Well, they, the, these are really good, Ben, so mm. if, you can, if you can get over the elements... I, I shall <laughs> send, I shall send like, you samples, Ben, and you will become a convert. Yeah. <laughs> Integrity is really weird, because it's kind of... It's herbal... But it's also kind of modern. I it defies explanation, right? Yeah. And you go, oh wow, you know, I can fucking talk for England bullshit about fragrances all day. But uh, it's it just I don't even know what to say about it. Like when I bought it, I was like, oh, I was almost a little bit like I love this in the shop. Just goes to show how you can completely smell something in the shop and then go, right, I'm going to buy this one day when it's cheaper because that's what dropped my jaw. They're 50 mil bottles, are they? Are they 50 mil? Uh, they're only, they're yeah. not very big. Yeah. yeah, they're 50 mil bottles, which I was kind of like, oh, right. And I said to the sales assistant, oh, how much are these? And she was like, oh, they're like about 205. I was like, what? So I was kind of like, nah. And that's why I didn't buy it. But then I got it for like about 100 quid or something from, in fact, from Harrods, I think. You told me mm. about the Harrods sale. I think that's where I got Quite it. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah. So anyway, all right. But try it because I literally don't even know how to explain what it smells of 
It's okay. just, it's almost like rubbery. It's really fucking strange. Um, so uh, then I wore Jaguar for men, which is a kind of 80s uh, powerhouse, but it's kind of now a bit watered down. Uh, when it really, really dries down, I mean, it smells like a million other things, maybe like uh, in the vein of sort of... Mm, Jaguar as in the car brand. Yeah, as in the car brand, yeah. Mm. yeah. It, it, I um, think I've made this point before, but it seems like a really weird adjacent market move to me for like car brands to get into perfume it just like yeah. you know mercedes jaguar um, ferrari ferrari yeah bentley. exactly bentley but also there's an f1 as well isn't there like f1 yeah those yeah carbon fiber things bottles mm. but, yeah. but weirdly the perfumes by and large are fucking cheap as chips so like the bentley ones for example uh, like you know you can get a bottle of and and i've actually got a bottle of bentley for man intense which is a great perfume 22 quid or something it cost and um you know couldn't buy a bentley for 22 quid not a real one no but you kind can of argue that... you can buy into the brand you know that's, you can yeah, have a piece of that recognizable brand mm. it's the same with like jewelers and stuff as well though isn't it it's all that whole kind of you're not going to be able to afford a cartier a pair of cartier diamond earrings but you can smell like someone who can i mean that's yeah. that's designer perfume in a nutshell isn't it that's the whole yeah. thing like, it, it, own a little piece it, it, an, an affordable piece of the brand it's, an, it's a step beyond that isn't it that's a bit but, strange yeah but like cartier and such tend to be quite expensive i mean the 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 luxury car segment of perfumes, mm. by and large, are super cheap. I mean, it sort it, of falls it, into the almost like um, like celebrity fragrance kind of category, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I would yeah. argue actually that that you saying um, like Bentley is probably the only one that's got any sort of credibility out of them as well in, in terms of like they're sort of taking a little bit more seriously in the community. Like people yeah. talk about Bentley Intense yeah. a lot, and it's a you know and no, the Absolute as well. Mm. Yeah, they're both good. They're both good. Whereas I don't really think you get so many people sort of proudly just sort of saying like, oh, yeah, this kind of like Skoda, Lancer or whatever, like... <laughs> Lancia <laughs> Delta. That's, that's true, but I don't know if you've tried the, the recent Bentleys in the kind of different... They almost look like a kind of weird, like, oh, Egyptian yeah, I have. Urn yeah, or something. I, I, I know they're the shite. Like, yeah, they're they are shite. Like, I, I, I had one yeah. of those. It was a musky one, which was absolute bobbins um yeah. right okay anyway so, so, so sorry uh, that, so jaguar oh. that's it and it's it's really good by the way uh then uh maison violets which is a new ish brand i think oh, actually yeah, funny i was new. just looking at those they're from about the last like five years or something i thought you might like them because they're a bit they're a bit posh aren't they they look a bit posh uh, but yeah. they're quite they're quite reasonably priced, I think. Uh for seventy-five mil. Yeah, beautiful bottle. Really kind of long. Yeah. What's that um the thinnest bottle? You know, there's like a women's perfume that came out a few years ago and it's got the actual thinnest. Is it Lancome? It's like Lancome something, and it's actually the thinnest perfume bottle like ever made. Um really? yeah, I don't know what the brand That's is. It's a weird beautiful claim bottle. to fame, isn't it? It is it's, it's like yeah, it's got the thinnest, but it's beautifully, you know, it's a mm. it's a beautiful bottle. Anyway, they're kind of just like long Guerlain-ish like type bottles. It was called Purp. It's French for you, uh, Purpre de Automne. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did um, that work? Are you, are you French, you look, James? Um, can you look it up? Can you look it up? Purple <laughs> du 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 octobre. Oh, 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 I don't know. Pour that, that, that sounds lovely. Fleece's sounds better anyway. Uh, uh, Pour 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 sure. yeah. What's what's pour means? Uh, purple. I'm assuming. Okay. I don't know. Weird. It's not purple though, is it? Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, it says purple. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, but, but I mean the bottle isn't purple. Um, oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, um, but the smell is pretty purple. Awesome it's, purple. Um, Sweet. So it's it kind of reminds me of uh, Missia by uh, Chanel, which is Chanel fantastic, Frag. Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. But the one thing that, and I'm not going to get too technical on this because we've already my full fourteen's taken up loads of fucking time. So um, it always I does, think, James. It always does. Yeah, but you, you, it's you. You fucking always interrupt. You do this it, deliberately because then you I can do. blame me. No, it's not so I can ages. blame you. It's because it's good. <laughs> it's good conversation. It, this is well, why. Right. This is why we have the full fourteen because it, it's like a. It's like a sort of clothesline, and you can just hang different stuff on it as you go along. It's nice. <laughs> I like it. Anyway. Okay. Thanks. Well, that's good. Um, so. Uh, the, the, it kind of smells like that really classy um, iris perfume uh, with like slightly violety loveliness and just smooth and a little bit vanillic. Uh, but the thing that kind of gets me, and it's the same with Missia, uh, and it's the same with a few other Chanel's that are kind of like, oh yeah, they're really like like chic and powdery, but they've got this woody thing, and it's basically methyl ionone, which is kind of like. Uh, or, or like, well, other iron as well. And to me, they smell like that sugar paper that you get, like that you had in school when you were like, uh, you know, a little kid. Uh, and it's really dry and weird. And it kind of, it just slightly throws me off from all the loveliness and the lovely stuff of it. Um, and I get that that's probably what makes it so good and not too sweet and not to that point of that like Palmer Violet-y kind of level, but like it kind of reigns it in a bit, makes it a bit woodier. But for me, I don't know, just something about it. I'm like, I want something a bit more, uh, not that it's not smooth. I don't even know the right descriptor to use, but uh, it's okay. And it's very good perfume. So end the story. Uh, Then I wore, speaking of Chanel, I wore Le Leon, which uh, (gasps) Fliss kindly sent. Um, And we will be talking about this in the second Okay, well, we'll talk about it later because I have a hell of a lot to say about it and I have done for, you know, a while. Uh, I'd just say now, I think it's probably one of the best perfumes that's been released in the last, like, ten years, certainly. phenomenal. Uh, Shot your bolt early there, mate. But yeah. I'm I'm pleased that you said that. I'm so excited to have that conversation in a bit. Amazing, amazing. Oh, and then today I'm wearing something amazing. Papillon. Artisan Hera. Oh, Hera. mentioned in the WhatsApp in the Hera. WhatsApp group. Yeah, it might be pronounced Hera, actually. Maybe, yeah. It's, uh, is it some kind of like it's Greek, a Greek goddess. fucking? It's a yeah, goddess. goddess. It's a goddess. I can't even speak. <laughs> I goddess. think you're fine. It's pronounced Hera. It's a Greek goddess, don't you know? <laughs> 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 Way to undermine yourself. Oh, uh, Jesus. So <laughs> it's oh, it's incredible. Um, I believe she made it for her daughter for her wedding um, and then re- released it to us public. 
Um, it's very expensive, but it should be because you can smell all the orris butter. You can smell like sandalwood. You can smell all the the real stuff that's in there. It, but it's a beautiful floral. It's got like orangey. It's not even orange blossom. I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's supposed to be like uh, narcissus and stuff like that. But it's kind of just like this amalgamation of like floralness on this oris like beautiful it's it's pretty stunning uh but like it goes down to your skin quite like it lasts for a, a while but it kind of retreats uh quite quite sort of quickly um but it's it's it is fantastic like i can't i can't knock it at all like it's it is stunning mm. cool yeah okay is that the whole lot so that that's it yeah Done. Amazing. Fantastic. Right. Um, I think we should move on to Fliss. Oh. Do you think you trust me to actually be able to speak words that make you, sense? Uh, not sure. We're going to find out. I, I know. I, I, you made me laugh so hard. I think I went slightly giddy and now oh. I'm just in... <laughs> Getting serious. Anyway, I'm take the cardigan off for this because I've. Wow, she's limbering oh, up. Oh, no, take the cardi off. Let's it's, go. It's serious. Um, it really is. So I wore because. Oh, it, yeah, um, yeah. The lignum vitae, vitae, vitae. See, already I can't speak by before. Ah, and, and oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's just so. Really? In your face. I mean, it's just like it's, it, yes, it is a beautiful photorealistic lemon cake. But for me, it was just like tooth achingly sweet. And it's not that synthetic y sugar pill that I was kind of expecting, but it was just, I found it quite brutal. It was just like sitting, <laughs> sitting in, in your chair and having your nan just throw cake at you. It was just like, <laughs> have this fucking cake, have the fucking cake. You want lemon cake? Have yeah. it. And then just smashing it in your face. Just, it was too it's much. Quite a traumatic childhood experience <laughs> there somewhere, I think. <laughs> have this cake, you cunt. Have this fucking cake. It was just, I just found it just, oh God, I could only wear it for about, 20 minutes and for those 20 minutes I was like oh it's really really cakey and then I was just like oh my god it's too much Uh, (laughs) it is that like very sweet like almost like like uh like say like a Madeira I thought it was like that kind of Madeira cakey uh is it called Madeira cake it is called yeah yeah yeah. it's exactly like that and then when it dries down it goes to almost like those kind of lemon like those kind of lemony biscuits that are kind of like quite dry and like crummy because at first it is like a lemon drizzle cake like it's almost moist and then it goes kind of dry i think it's i think it's fucking brilliant (laughs) like it really is and for that brand to do it and the fact that you say it's brutal and all their other stuff is pretty brutal uh it's kind of like yeah we can do like all happy happy you know uh, fucking british british bake-off style but like in your face yeah but it was yeah it was it was it was like aggressively happy for me. Yeah. And it reminded me a bit, and I sent you some, Ben, because I think you might like it. I sent you some Unknown Pleasures by Kerosene. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, no, I've never smelt that. Yeah, because it reminds me a lot of that kind of mm. brutally that is, Yeah, I remember pudding-y. that one, yeah. 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 Anyway, what else did I... What else did I... 
aware. I think you'd like that, Ben, that unknown place. Yeah, that's why I said Yeah, I've never smelled it, so yeah, yeah, that'd be something to look forward to. Yeah. Thank you very Is much. It, have you not received your thingies? Oh, no, my postman hasn't been here all week. I don't know what the fuck. Oh. Well, they were on strike for a bit, weren't they? Yeah, well, oh. anyway. Um, then I wore, I'm not going to bang on about it, but I just wore some Shalimar for two days because it was just really nice to wear it and enjoy it and it be an old friend and not have to worry about reviewing it. Um, then I wore So Fetch from Strangers what? Parfumier, which... Hideous. Oh, uh, Oh, I sent it to you, Ben. It's been oh, did in you? your packet as well, yeah, because I just thought it's, I guess, so brutal. It was like... Okay, well, I haven't smelled it for a couple of years, death. so... It was just like, I thought, oh, this is disgusting. Ben will like this. <laughs> do I, I, so do I remember reading the um, the note listing for it on Bloom and thinking, that sounds disgusting, I'll probably like it. And um, I, I got a sample of it and I hated it, but... Um, but that was a couple of years ago, so who knows? I, I, um, I, 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 I love that sort of self-awareness where you sort of go, yeah, I mean, that does sound disgusting, so probably I'm going to like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, I, and it's, I've, I've only smelled two things from that house. Um, this and the Sofetch and the Sombra, both of which, I mean, and I just, if they're all like that, then I don't get it. I just... I shall send you Burning Ben because it's very different and it's almost wearable, but I think you'll still come to the conclusion that it's disgusting. <laughs> almost wearable. I love it. It's almost wearable. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you say they can't all be like that, nothing is like sombre, really, is it? So it's, it's no, sort of... but I guess what I mean is when I say like that, I mean in that vein of like really aggressive, just... So I haven't done the washing up for about a week and that sort of smells a little bit like sombre when you no, say nothing doesn't. quite like it. No, it doesn't. Nice. It's not even close. No, not even nice. close. You've got to leave it for at least another two months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and possibly put some, like, dead carcass in there. Yeah, find like your dog that. underneath it all yeah, as well. Your, your washing up all will be vegan-based. It can't possibly smell as it can't bad. can't possibly, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, go on, right, what else? Um, I managed to get my hands on a sample of the Legacy of Petra because I'm really behind and everyone else has had this big hype train about it. I still haven't tried it. I mean, I get it. I think it's very, very nice and there's there's a greenness to it, it There's a, which I'm assuming is the fennel, which I think make, lifts it kind of a bit from the other stuff in that line. Um and the other things in that line, you know, like Cairo and Halfetti and all of those, I think I think they're all very nice. I mean, they're not for me. I just Halfetti's yeah. not nice, is it? Do you know what I think? Halfetti's pleasant. I don't hate it, but like it's so uh, it's so scratchy. I find Halfetti a bit scratchy. Yeah. Um, I really I know, like but it. I, but I do, I've smelt it on other people and it smells better on them than it smells on me. So I'm going to call it nice. Right. No one has ever said like this, and, and I feel like I'm the only one, but do you not feel like Halfetti smells a little bit like a Thai green curry, something like that? No. Uh, no one ever seems to get the association, and maybe I'm just going mental, but to me it smells like Thai green curries. Like, I, I don't know. There's... I don't, Not not for me. I don't know if I'm like... What's I've that, got lemongrass some sort of, or something? 
Yeah, sort of like almost like you can smell like the weird riciness in it and stuff like that as well. Like like this kind of like wet, sort of damp, sort of watery rice smell, and then a kind of spices and a little bit chilly, a little bit spicy, but sort of creamy as well. But no one ever seems to go sort no, of. I don't get the cream. I, I, I wonder I'm... if I'm like smelling the wrong thing or something because no one has ever sort of said to me like, yeah, I get that sort of association as well. But I quite like those ricey perfumes, to be honest. But mm. I don't get that from Halfetti at all. I, I, mm. I will, I will go and give it another go and report back as to whether or not I can detect green curry. I don't own a bottle of it, so it, it will require me to go into a shop. Um, so maybe you're right. But uh, I'm, I perhaps I'm just. So. It doesn't sound yeah. like it. <laughs> I mean, perhaps, well, no, perhaps I think, we're just humouring you. So, I think the way you described it when you said because because when you said green Thai curry at first, it's like mm, no, but then when you actually describe what you think it smells like, it's like yeah, okay, I can see that there might be mm. some creaminess. I can't even think because I don't. I'm really not that familiar with it. Although I did, although they pump it out of the Penhaligon shop, don't they? They actually pump it out onto the street, yeah. which is like mental. But I smelled someone wearing it in the supermarket the other day and I actually thought to myself, I had this like thought process of, oh, I like that. That smells like like niche perfume or like that smells <laughs> like, you know, like a kind of posh perfume or something or like just the perfume department. Do you know what I mean? It just mm. smells like that. And I was kind of like, oh, that person. And then I was like, no, actually, that's how fetty, isn't it? And then I instantly sort of realised, I was like, no, I don't like that. But like, good for you for like wearing it in the supermarket and literally leaving a trail of it everywhere that is insanely strong stuff like it's mental um but anyway so that's did you not think much of petra then please um i didn't it wasn't that i didn't think much of it it didn't grab me as much as i was expecting considering all the hype like for the last six weeks or a month you know whatever i've been like god i've got to smell it i've got to smell it i've got to smell it because everyone just keeps wombling on about how amazing it is and i think maybe i just got it got overexcited in my head and I was expecting to love it and it's nice enough but I, I don't need to buy it it's oh. yeah okay so I I, I anyway. still yet to try that one um so hmm. I, 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 you I don't think... like licorice though do you um, oh, right, I okay. don't, but I I found the licorice. It's not licoricey in the in that kind of Lolita Lempica way, and I found it quite green. The licorice mm, in it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not like that black tarry licorice. So the licorice I didn't mind. It wasn't. It was more the, the dry down was just. It was just very sweet and warm and fuzzy. And isn't this sweet and warm and fuzzy? I, I actually really liked it, but I can also see like why it's so hyped. And I think when things are hyped in that way, they're generally fairly middle of the road because that's why they're so hyped. You know, like they're so yeah. like everybody loves it because it's not offensive, but it's also not really saying anything. Like it's yeah, it's, yep. it's nice. All but... makes sense. All makes sense. All right. Anything else yeah, from you, Fliss? Just very quickly, James, you sent me a little carded sample of Rose Opulent by Maitre Parfumier and Gantier. Oh, yeah. And I really, really liked it. It's a lovely, lovely rose. It's really tart, really green on the opening. It quickly softens to a gentler, sort of more spicy thing without having to go oody, which is really unusual, I think, you mm-hmm. know at the moment and I think that those tea type roses can be very sharp and they can have a habit of turning soapy and this didn't turn soapy at all and it's I wouldn't say it's particularly remarkable but I think it's incredibly well blended and 
I don't need a rose, but if I suddenly decided that there was a hole in my collection for another rose, I it's definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I, I figured obviously because you like uh, Lartisan and you like all those kind of brands. Um, I, I mean, I never realised this. I knew of that Gantier brand for years, like when I first started getting into like niche perfume and stuff. Mm. So I knew about them and like Lartisan and, and um, like Mona de Oreo and all those kind of mm-hmm. brands. But like it, it, they were one that I didn't realise until recently, until we've kind of been discussing them really in the last like, you know, uh, while or maybe on Instagram or something. Um, but the, the, that's the guy who started Lartisan, uh, who started uh, the Gantier. So it's the same dude. Are you talking about Galavant? No, no, no. Um, oh, uh, sorry. Ga- what are they called? You always remember. Um, Gantier and Gantier, is it? Or, yeah, Mathieu, like, Mathieu, Mathieu, Gantier, maitre, something. Maître Parfumeur et Gantier. Yes, there you go. There, um, well done. Oh, perfume and gloves. Perfume yeah. and gloves. Oh, it sounds much yeah. better in a northwestern accent. <laughs> Perfume so, and gloves, you bastards. Yeah, so I thought you'd like that. I'm glad you did. Um, I, really I, I got loads of samples, so it was just kind of like, I think I sent Ben one as well, uh, a, like a carded sample in the last If it's lot. the same dude that did L'Artisan, then I'm going to have to have a good old yes. sniff. Because... Well, I think, what, I think what you said about it there is that you, you, it wasn't remarkable but it was like good. And if you go through their collection, that's what you'll find. Just really well blended, really good uh, stuff that's not, it's not fashionable. It's not trying to, it's definitely not trying to copy anybody else. I mean, they've been around as long as Lartisan, in fact, might even be longer um, as they were kind of, well, I think they were set up in the 70s or whenever at the same mm. time. Um, so, yeah, just a great heritage brand. Founded in 1988. Oh, okay. So it's but inspired it's by the great perfume houses of the seventeenth century. Yeah, glove and perfume yeah. master. Mm. So yeah, I mean, Groovy. Laporte is no longer glove with master. Us, uh, unfortunately, imagine being a glove master. <laughs> but, but but in the seventeenth century, uh, perfumes were your gloves would be infused with perfumes. So a lot of people who were making leathers and suede would also be perfumers because the tanning, the 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 things that you use to tan leather absolutely stink. So Ooh. if you were if you were a lady or a very rich gentleman, you were wearing kid gloves. Those kid gloves until you, they were. Um, doused in perfume they would absolutely reek so uh glove when you when you uh, like were challenged to a duel or you Mm. struck your wife around the face with your glove they would like Mm. get to smell your scent Mm, yeah, and also yeah. you could then also nice. hold them up to your up to your nose as well. <laughs> you know, if you're walking through the streets, you wouldn't necessarily need a kerchief. You could just hold your glove. Yeah, mm. brilliant. Right. Um, okay. Fucking. This is dragging on a bit. So uh... <laughs> let's just let's just sound it. That was I great. Also, that was I great. quickly yeah. wore. I, I wore some uh, Dragolev last night because I was just. Oh, nice. Feeling a little bit chilly, and I, yeah, I know I'm yeah. not going to talk about him in the, next, in the second half, but I was just, I'd forgotten because I haven't worn him all summer. I'd forgotten how amazing, fucking good it is. It is, it really is. It's okay. Yeah. I know yeah, Roger Dove makes some great fucking perfumes. Um, okay, so uh, Ben, tell us. Well, most of the stuff that I've been wearing, I'm going to be talking about in the second half, so okay. probably not going to... But, I mean, two things that I have wore that I suppose are interesting that I didn't wear, in, uh, that I won't talk about in the second half, sorry. Um, Zerjoff, Don. Anyone ever smell that? Mm. Don? Yes. Mm. Don is the one that smells like gunpowder. 
Yeah, booze, gunpowder, tobacco, but all of it's kind of very, uh, I wouldn't call it like photorealistic or natural smelling at all, but I, I hate quite it. like it. Yeah, that, like that's, it does not surprise me in the slightest, even though it's part of the join the club range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I quite like all of that join the club range, to be honest, apart from Birdie. I know we've had this discussion before, but there's yeah. some crackers in there. Fatal Charm is really nice. Um, like, but anyway, um, so yeah, it's a really weird. It's it's basically it's it's just like that sweet tobacco and booze, isn't it? Um, and it has this like gunpowder note to it, I suppose. But I, I feel like that that's not as like uh, it doesn't sort of like persist as long as the the, the booze note, um, hmm. which is the kind of the, the the heart of it for me. But I don't know. I just really like it. It's really like it's kind of crap, but but nice. Um, crap, but nice. I feel like it is kind of crap. I do feel nice like crap. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like it's like like I don't I don't spray it and feel like like for example like for a tobacco fragrance I think it's piss poor you know I think I've smelled a mm. hundred tobacco fragrances that smell m- more like tobacco or or just richer or nicer and for a boozy fragrance it's not particularly nice but I don't know just something about it just works and I quite enjoy it it's a nice cozy fragrance and it's mm. I don't know I, I like it and okay. I do like the kind of gunpowder note that that, that the, the, the kind of odd. weird metallic yeah. smokiness that it's got. Weirdly odd. Um, okay, mm. what else? You but the other one. Two. So, so all right, one, just one more. That, that I, so, um, and this one is fucking incredible. Uh, and I, I might have mentioned it before. Atelier Dior Lune Feline, which is like loads uh, of hype. Everyone knows yeah. it. But fuck me for a reason. Everyone would say I, I, I assume that it's like a vanilla perfume, right? But for mm. me, it's that like smoky cardamom that just oh goodness. Yeah, see, I it's would say it's a vanilla so perfume. But. but, 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 like, it, so it's a vanilla perfume, right? So, so I've described it like this before, and I'm just going to reuse my analogy because why not, right? Like, if you look at like a painting, like an oil painting of a landscape here, like, it has like this big blue sky in the background, uh, but your eye is going to be drawn to like that the details in the foreground, like the house or like the fence or whatever, right? Like, and I feel like. In this perfume, like the cardamom is like the house or whatever, and the, the the vanilla is the sky, right? And if the house is really good, then you pay attention to it, right? And you go, oh, that's a really well-painted house, or that's a real well-painted whatever is in the foreground, right? Because that's the object in the foreground. But no one ever talks about how good that sky is. But if the sky was crap, it wouldn't. the painting just would fall to bits. And that's this perfume, right? Like the vanilla is fucking incredible and it holds it all together, but you don't really pay attention because it's that smoky cardamom that's in the top that just like draws your attention and it's just beautiful. For me, it's all about the cardamom, but it's just backed up by like this really like amazing vanilla that just does its work quietly in the background. And of course, it's a big vanilla fragrance, but I don't think that's the, where the star of the show is. I feel like it's in the house. I'm not sure that analogy might have been stretching it a bit far, really, but... Uh, well, now you said that, I really need No, I think that was it. interesting, what you said. Yeah. That was, that was, was really a good analogy. It was nice yeah. and uh, involved. I like that. I cool. just love it. It's. Just, I just think it's brilliant, anyway. Um, it yeah. was passionately delivered, anyway. Yeah. That's the main thing, isn't it? I, well, I feel so. like for, for a vanilla fragrance, there's more to it, and I feel like it's like... T- when I first sprayed it, I was like, oh, yeah, vanilla. But I feel like that's underselling it, like... Yeah, there's different uses of vanilla. There's a thing of like people like, generally speaking, you would probably say, I don't like vanilla perfumes and other people might say that. But that doesn't mean that I don't like the really clever, well-used vanilla, even if it's really prominent in a a fragrance. So, you know, 
yeah, I completely understand what what, what you mean. Mm. I'm just looking at the at the notes. It doesn't seem to have a lot of doesn't Tonka's not mentioned, which is Peru Balsam is like I think mentioned in it, and it, and you yeah. get that from it. It has this kind of like slightly like resinous kind of nice. sweetness to it um, that makes it just a bit deeper. Um, mm. uh, I love Peru Balsam, mm. slightly cinnamony. Mm. Uh, it's really lovely. Um, but one thing that you did say uh, was it last week or the week before, uh, Ben? Um, she, being uh, Marie Salamagna, uh, yes. also made black opium. So <laughs> yes. So you know, <laughs> you for know. every good fragrance, yeah, yeah. She's anyway, never going to yeah, get no. over that. Get get over that. Really. No, um, I know that's okay. a real stinker on a record. Isn't but it? yeah, no. Everything else I've, I've been wearing is probably something that we mentioned in the second half. So I'll shut up. Cool. Well, not cool that you're sharp, but cool anyway. Um, all right, so uh, I get to go last. Um, I've been having something of a love affair with Grossmith, um, Grossmith in London, um, and they make some fucking amazing perfumes. I'm just really, like, properly bowled over, and I absolutely need to now buy uh, one called Diamond Jubilee, um, which is... Um, I don't know. It's quite irisy, quite iris heavy for me, um, and uh, woody and lovely and elegant and nice and just all things amazing. I don't really understand why they're all marketed as f- uh, feminine. I mean, like l- literally almost everything they make is is marketed as uh, feminine, but um, I don't give a shit. Um, so uh, I really also enjoyed Golden Sheepra. Um, mm, I, I've got Golden Sheepra. It's good. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it's it's great. Um, and I quite liked saffron rose, even though it's kind of weird. Um, there's a sort of uh, like civety kind of skanky undertone to it, but um, it, really good. Um, and if I wore more rose perfumes, it would definitely be a contender. Um, I've also worn uh, lots of other random shit, which I shall now uh, uh, name. Uh, I wore Bleu de Chanel. So, um, <laughs> you look disappointed, James. No, I'm not at all. I like Blue de Chanel. Uh, Do you? I don't own it. Yeah, I like the EDT. I don't like the other two versions. And people go, oh, they're well better. But no, they're not. So, hmm. <laughs> which one yeah. did you wear? Uh, the Eau de Parfum one. Ah, rubbish. No, <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, no, it's, 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 it's very I, nice. I, I think I just prefer the uh, EDT, but again, I haven't really sort of studied it, it, them all, but, um, yeah. Uh, nor have I. Uh, it, yeah, it's a good yeah. perfume, though. It's it, all right, it's, you know. I'm not going to slag it off. It's very pleasant. Uh, I wore Plum yeah. Japonaise, which uh, is uh, stupendous. I really like that. And um, I uh, also managed to uh, snag a Holy Grail, um, uh, this week, and uh, finally took delivery of uh, Moss Breaches uh, by uh, mm. Tom Ford, which is fucking brilliant. Um, uh, I mean, it, it is sort of everything I'd kind of hoped it would be. Yes, it was a blind buy. It was a ridiculous and stupid blind buy. Um, I don't quite understand why it's called Moss Breaches, though, if I'm honest. It's not particularly mossy. Um, it's, uh, it's more of a... Um, so beeswax. What does breeches mean? Don't know. Because I, I, the thing is, I always do that. I think moss breeches and think of like you know 
yeah. breaches. Trousers. Well, and that's a bit. Uh, can yeah. I just can I just t- tell you something about this? Right. Yeah. I de- you didn't delete a, a a comment of mine this week, did you, Dan? On your no. uh, thing. I don't intend. I think I, dre- I think I dreamt that I wrote like a witty, you know, little quippy, stupid <laughs> comment that I write. Um, but I don't. I didn't think I actually wrote it. Um, because so, you so put up that. I do delete Sorry, comments sometimes. Um, I'll tell. No, no, no. Uh, not like yeah. that. What I delete is is I I delete those fucking bot comments, which are always. I get hundreds of them, and they're always like amazing photos. Send it on. You know. Uh, it's like people begging yeah. you to send their photos. They're trying to l- so latch can... onto your thirty k, aren't they? They're trying no, to get no, no, no. They shine they... on them. No, they want me to send the photo to uh, right. uh, to Manchester Life or whatever, and then pay oh, Manchester Life to yeah, promote yeah, yeah. it. And I, and I get hundreds of them, so I do delete those. And occasionally, a stray thumb might might remove something else. But I would never. I don't even remember the joke, but I kind of said because you you'd implied you didn't actually say, but I knew because you told me yeah. uh, that that you'd got it and you put it on the other post. And I put something like it was about Bross, as in the eighties. Because I I was b- oh, deliberately I I kind that. of oh I'm did sure you I, I'm sure I saw something I put, about boss, boss I put something boss about Luke and fucking Matt Matt I, it was quite it was funny anyway piece it all together yourself do it all it was something it was like Bros Meaches or something I don't know <laughs> Bros Meaches <laughs> something like that I like that Bros Meaches yeah well anyway yeah. Moss Breaches and I don't know what Breaches yeah. means but um, it's uh, it, I'm uh, looking up now it looks it's meant Breaches yeah it's like part like of Mossy that. Trousers like that doesn't I, sound like I an think, appealing name for a Mossy Trousers it. no I don't think it means trousers I think Breaches is like part of France right so um, it's a region because it makes me somewhere. feel like like unwashed trowel in the summer like you know slightly sweaty ball trowel unwashed no trowel yeah trousers like you know like Mossy breeches, um, <laughs> like when you're um, a little bit oh kind of stinky breeches. <laughs> right. Anyway, we shall move on. I don't, don't want to ruin that for you, but well, I'm afraid you have. Uh, it's a very pleasant <laughs> perfume. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was all good. Um, so, uh, right. What else? Um, have you got all the difficult Tom Fords now? No, I sold some of them. So I've got Japon Noir and Moss Breaches. I sold Bois mm. Rouge, which uh, is also a difficult one, but uh, it's too similar to, to Japon Noir to, to warrant keeping, really. Um, uh, anyway. Can I just ask you, on a mm. slightly related subject, would mm. you ever buy mm. um, Chanel Bois Noir? Is it called Bois Noir? Uh, yeah. Bois Noir, that was the one before Egoist. That was the original mm-hmm. name for Egoist. Um, yeah. I, I guess I might. Um, I actually have. It's 500 bo- quid for a bottle, I think. Well, I probably wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I've got a bottle of um, Egoist with the L. Um, that oh, yeah. yeah. Le Egoist. Um, Le Egoist, yeah. Which I think was one of the very earliest incarnations. I don't think it changed anything, really, between Bois Noir and Leguist and Egoist. Um, but if you've got any of those from, like, the early time... It, weirdly, I, f- I find, like, the current formulation of Egoist far less enjoyable. Um, it, it's not as rich and uh, almost, like, fruity in the top, and then it it it's sort of dirtier and, and, and less kind of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's less well mannered in 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 the dry down. The old one 
is, is just richer and smoother all round. It might just be down to kind of maceration or, or whatever, but... Um, well, sa- sandalwood, I mean, if we're really going to say, oh, there's loads of sandalwood in there, sandalwood does improve with time, so... Right, okay. Uh, well, there is, there is that. Yeah. Maybe uh, sandalwood molecules improve with time as well. Who knows? But who knows? everything sort of does... Yeah, the kind of base notes generally really sort mm-hmm. of kind of improve with time, so... It's funny, isn't it? Uh, Because it's so opposite to what everyone thinks about perfume. Like when I say to people who I'm a perfume, don't it go off? Well, surely doesn't it go off? And actually, no. Actually, a lot of the time it macerates and it gets better. But yeah, there's no. It doesn't go off, you fucking muggles. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, fine wine. Uh, I always say, if you keep it correctly, then you know, if you love it and look after it, then it will reward you with being sound yeah <laughs> right so anyway uh, i feel like uh, we're running out of energy a little bit for section one so i want to uh, i just <laughs> want to bring in some news before we wrap um and i wanted to just tell you about the new roger dove manhattan eau de parfum and this has caused absolute outrage and chaos so let me just take you back about I don't know, 12 months ago or something, Roger Dove released a, uh, I think it was 100 bottles of Manhattan Parfum. 100 bottles. There will never be any more of this. Uh, And it was £750 a bottle, or a 1000 bucks for our American friends, right? And then, lo and behold, he found some more after they'd all sold out. So people had sort of you know brand enthusiasts of which there are many had kind of gone absolutely apeshit spent all their money desperately trying to get one of these 100 bottles um and then suddenly there was more and there was there was all sorts of uh, uh uh you know gnashing of teeth and wailing and you know general frustration and so roger from who pulled- like a few fucking roger fan whingers Correct. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, but what a piece of shit. I can understand. If you've bought yeah. something and you've been sold it on the FOMO of like, this is only 100 bottles and that's Correct. all that exists. And that's why you spent the premium to be yeah, in part true. of that. I wouldn't want to be, you know, that doesn't excite me no, to be exactly, like part yeah. of an exclusive club. But there are people that it does, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be fucked off if suddenly you went, oh, I found another 100. So now you're part of a 200 exclusive. Well, are you going to make it half price then? Are you going to give me half the cost back? Wow, I'm just reading Fragrantica, um, uh, yeah. and there is some really strong comments. There's, uh, there, but I think okay. if you're that passionate about Roger Dove, then you deserve to be fucking ripped off. Well, and yeah. punched <laughs> in the face repeatedly. Yeah, you've got okay, a point there. Okay, yeah. so 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 all of that notwithstanding, uh, I mean, you co- could argue they are getting ripped off constantly already. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> and they love it. Right, like, sorry, go on, Dave. Self-flagellation, <laughs> like, oh, rip me off more. anyway so jesus christ i'm gonna get my fucking news out right so uh so roger dove pulled the second run of manhattan it was like yeah no we hear you we misstepped uh we fucked up there won't be any more manhattan parfum but (laughs) like when the noise has died down they've just released (laughs) a manhattan eau de parfum and it has a different label on it and a different colour cap but there is 
there is huge speculation that all this is is basically all that shit he couldn't sell as the parfum just relabeled because he, he you know that had already been bottled up and and got ready for uh, uh, for distribution so just relabeled uh, as put the eau de parfum put a different cap on it yeah, uh, so that seems to be the prevailing belief. It may not be the same. It may be. It may be different. So this is the real kicker, right? It, it's not even seven hundred and fifty pounds. It's three hundred pounds. Oh, so so if there's as people pe- going saying, oh, is, can it possibly just the the, the dilution of it can can't explain like you know? I actually had a bottle of the first Manhattan. Uh, not not the first hundred. I I bought a bottle on a secondary market of one of the very small number of the second run that did get sold before they pulled them. So I had that and I sold it on again because it was it was very nice, uh, but it was like way too much money for me to just have sitting on a shelf as an ornament. So I sold it on. I, I think I could probably tell the difference if I could if you know. Uh, uh, when the new one shows up, which it will, because I've ordered it, uh, when the new one shows up, uh, I will try that and uh, uh, compare. And if they are the same, then everything uh, you've just said is is absolutely spot on. They are basically just fucking laughing at us. But anyway, uh, that's the news. Uh, Surely, though, surely he's got... Nobody can be so stupid as to do that. There's got to be a tweak in the notes. There has to be. Why? It's it's more expensive, more effort to to, to change it. I I guess I just can't believe that people could be such dicks. You're also talking about a brand that has a guy that that likes to pretend he's a master perfumer and he... Doesn't know his well, ass from a Hold pipette. on, what was the original? What was the original concentration? Don't know. Of it's just the original parfum. Manhattan. Was it a parfum? Yeah. So we're assuming that this is again. All those definitions are different, aren't they? But let's mm. say that this is a lesser concentration, so it's less concentrated. Um, sometimes, not always, uh, they will have to make a new uh, formulation because. Not necessarily everything at that other um, uh, concentration, yeah, will, like... Again, it might be to do with um, uh, how much of a certain material you can put in or whatever. In fact, working the other way around, though, going to being less concentrated I, I i don't know they do it for different reasons but, but generally the, the, speaking the edt and edp don't smell the same or the parfum smells no, different to the edp true. that's that's yeah. that's a standard practice because you're beefing up a certain note or a certain accord so correct so you have to kind of start maybe. from yeah you have to kind of start from the bottom again you can't just go oh let's take this exact same concentrate and just put this many percent in instead of this many percent well, that's why you get different uh, things at EDT and EDP. They could have, I suppose, just washed the whole thing down with more alcohol, right? But what is the fucking point? They've probably got, like, 500 of these shits bottled, right, and and ready to go. It's more hassle to do anything with them. The easiest fucking solution is stick a different label. You're not going to empty the bottles, are you? you No, the fuck is the point in that? Well, hang on, how many did he make? It was a limited edition. How many were there? I don't know. Well, the first run was 100, but then on the second one, they just found more. Oh, they didn't know. But the thing is, though, so so if it goes to show that, like, 
when this one turns up, it's exactly the same. Then how do you trust that the first one was only 100? How do you know the first one wasn't 500? And he well, just went, oh, yeah, you're one of 100, <laughs> mate. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand-numbered yeah. even. You know, even hand-numbers. I mean, can you trust anything this fucking bastard does? 100 seems like a really small run for Roger Dobb. Like, that is a really fucking small run. I mean, yeah, um, it's kind of weird. We don't, you, don't, you, we don't want to be, like, kind of labelling with things that we know he hasn't done yet. I mean, you know, it might be different and fair well, enough. I'll tell you what. Like, what? like you say, Dan, like, when it turns up, if you smell it and it is, then you can level anything at him because you can't trust him as a brand. Indeed. Like, Well... Tune in. Well, next Dan week. won't be leveling anything at him, will he? Really? Because then that cuts off the gravy train. Of, uh, free <gasps> oh, bottles, doesn't what it? a cynical <laughs> thing to say! I doubt Roger James. listens to this, so I think we'll be all right anyway. <laughs> I, I imagine we'll be all right as well. Uh, I like to think that he does. <laughs> he definitely does. Yeah, because everyone's been so complimentary about him. Uh, anyway, right. Okay. I really like uh, his diagonal. I think it's excellent. Yes, it is good. I, I like a lot many of, the perfumes many great, of his though, perfumes. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, I am officially at the end of my fucking part one tether. Uh, let's wrap it up there, and we will see you fuckers back here in uh, just a few minutes for part two. Stick with us. Thanks. Right, after that uh, almost intolerable break, welcome back to part two of Les Odorants. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about leaf droppers, or should I say leaf droppers. Um, and and this is basically, uh, this is our ode to the fact that uh, the uh, seasons are changing and the leaves are falling and, um, you know, what are those autumnal perfumes we all like to wear? And there's a few things that I'd just like to get out of the way because I'm feeling a certain sense of self-loathing here. The first is to say, if you are British and you describe autumn as fall, then you are a cunt. (laughs) There's no two ways about it. You're a cunt. Americans, it's okay. You're allowed to say fall. But Brits, fuck off. It's autumn. All right? Good. That's the first thing. So the second thing is... Sorry, Fliss, I'm being... No, it's not harsh. No, it's It's not not harsh. It's not fucking fall in the UK. It's autumn. James, am I right? (laughs) You'd go into me. Uh, Yeah, I'm completely. You know I fucking agree with you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. you. That's I why would. I came to you for yeah, backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, 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 so fall. Fall if you're American, fine. If you're British, not fine. So the second thing is I fucking hate top ten lists. I think they are broadly where creativity goes to die. And, uh, and therefore I feel sort of uh, creatively moribund even doing sort of lists like this. So, so you know, that's, that's nice use of moribund I'm... there. I yes, like yes, good, good. <laughs> uh, I, I'll be using that a few more times later. <laughs> Eloquent when he gets going, isn't he? Oh, oh he, is, he is. This is what elevates us above everyone else. It's our extensive vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The use of the word moribund. Well done. Uh, so, what else? Uh, so, top tens uh, fall. Um, oh, and the other thing is that, <clears throat> broadly, I don't really believe in seasonality of perfume. I mean, I don't... Th- I think there is a broad sort of thing for me where I suppose when it's colder and darker, I, I, I sort of... I think more about heavier uh, fragrances. 
Um, and when it's summer and spring, I'll think maybe about more citric Ford fragrances. But that's about it. I will basically wear anything at any time. I will fucking wear interlude to the gym. I don't give a shit, right? So, so this whole idea of, you know, I can only wear this in autumn. What's my top 10 fall fragrances? Fuck off and die. That, that, that is what they are because, like, honestly, it's not fall. I don't have a top 10. And Jesus, I don't believe in seasonality. Right, so I've got all of that. Amen, sister. Rich and we drop the mic in. That's the end of the episode, right? <laughs> Boom. Right, go on, Ben. You broadly agree. Yeah, no, I broadly agree with all of that. And I, I, I mean, it's funny because we're talking about autumn fragrances. And I'd say that's pretty much mostly like ninety-nine percent of my collection, bar like maybe a handful of frags that you might say a summary. Um, but also. It is fun to think about, right? That like this perfume sums up for me, like my like is the personification of my imagination of fall uh, of autumn. Uh, fall? Uh, no, it isn't. Oh. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, I, like, like, I, I don't. I mean, it's not really about wearing it or not wearing it in a certain season. It's just about the feel of the fragrance, right? Yeah. Like, I, mm. like, I can say, like, oh, this this perfume to me smells like something in autumn, but it doesn't mean I'm going to wear it in autumn. I might wear it in yeah. like. The middle of summer I mean, as well, it, so I do. I say I broadly agree, like a, but but there is yeah, a different smell. It smells like smell. a pumpkin spice latte. Oh no, fuck off! Um, so, but there yeah. is there is a different <laughs> smell, isn't there? To, as the seasons turn, so I notice at the mm. end of the summer, at the beginning of the autumn, when you open the door, there's a crispness to the air. There's a slightly smokiness to yeah. the air. Mm. So even just the smell of the world f- changes. Or my, you know. Well, the the world generally in 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 autumn really sort of smells of decay. Really, it smells of like leaves, decay. And mushroom. Yeah. Well, mushrooms. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like kind of yeah. moisture and like the, the rotten wood and mushrooms, and that's what like it kind of smells like. Like, if you go like walking in the woods or whatever, mm. uh, like I tend to do in this, this time of year because it's nice. Um, and yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of crisp. Uh, um, yeah, it's yeah, but I do also think that yeah, it doesn't. It, it's about warmth, isn't it? Like th- some fragrances are just inherently warm, and mm. if you feel as though it's cold, you might need something to kind of warm you up. But I'm completely with you there, um, Dan, about the uh, seasonality of perfume. There, there's no such thing really for me. I will literally wear the heaviest, most oppressive thing in, on a really hot summer day. Uh, mm. Just to see what it's like. <laughs> Do you know I what I mean? Just be like, won't. I might wear uh, more heav- heavier ones in the evening, but during yeah, the day, I'm really. It's more about Fliss, my mood than it is yeah. about but the weather. You know? Fliss, you are you are by your own admission though quite um, uh, considerate. Uh, about the company you keep when and, and what perfumes you wear. I mean, you were telling me about how you, you, you know, you, you, you kind of been so excited to get back to meeting people and going into offices and stuff, and then you chose to wear some sort of really quiet perfume because you didn't want to upset anyone. I mean, that's yeah. that is that is slightly different. I mean, James, no, no, for no. example, oh, I just see what this is like. <laughs> you know, spray it everywhere. Brilliant. Uh, anyway. I've, <laughs> I feel sorry. I do feel like I opened the episode with a bit of a rant. Um, no, I loved now it. I shall do. I shall do a complete vault fast and say, right, here are my top ten autumn perfumes. Um, and I think I think you are obviously all 
absolutely right. There is a shift in the air. There is a different vibe. Uh, there's a different aesthetic. It's kind of green and brown, and uh, you know, uh, it's cooler. So, uh, you know, you can you can wear uh, heavier stuff and. Uh, uh, if you wear really heavy stuff in the searing heat, you kind of lose a lot of, of what's going on, I mm. think. So um, it can allows I, you can to I take more in. Yeah. The, the, the light as well is a big thing about autumn. Mm. I love the light because the sun's obviously lower in the sky. Mm. It creates a completely different mood. Everything's lit differently. You get those big fluffy clouds. I saw more rainbows last week than I've seen in my entire life, right? In one week. Mm. I mean, I, I'm always out all the time. I don't know if you like you work from home and stuff. Yeah. But I'm always out. Well, I'm always out on the road. Yeah. Mm. So like, I'm always fucking driving. Like, like yesterday, for example. Um, I, I I won't go into it, but uh, there was some kind of crisis situation that I had to attend uh, to do with my job, and I was out like on the road. And I've got a fucking bad back from being on the road so much. Anyway, uh, that's beside the point. But. Um, I'm driving along, and the amount of rainbows that I've seen is just fucking un unreal. Like, there's just tons of rain. There was rainbows, like, in the spray behind people's cars because of the angle yeah. of the sun. Are you, you know sure you I mean? didn't and get like... exposed to anything while she was at work, James? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see these fucking rainbows. <laughs> I am, like, also, like, medicated a lot of the time as well, so <laughs> that might have something there's to do with that. Oh, rainbows. There's um, that. So, yeah, anyway. So... Look, I think we're all agreed that there is a nicer aesthetic. I, I take the point entirely about the light, and I think everything looks better in autumn with the greens and browns. Um, there is more of an opportunity broadly to wear uh, your, your sort of heavier uh, fragrances. But I, I guess we should talk about what are the ones that you've sort of been looking forward to the most. And... Um, uh, Fliss, I'd like to sort of start with with you, if that's all right, because I know you sent out some samples of a few, and and there's some that definitely are worthy of conversation. There, mm. why don't you tell us about those? Well, we've touched on one already, which was uh, Ombre Fetiche by Anique Goutel, and this is, like I said, it's in my top ten, probably top five of all time. Beautiful, beautiful, smoky amber, and I. Yeah, I don't wear this in the summer um, because I find it it doesn't open up as much as when it's mm. there's a I get more from it in a, in a cooler weather, um, mm. and also it, it the silage is ridiculous. So if you wear it in the summer, everyone else has got to enjoy your smell as well, like you said. Um, but yeah, so, I just I adore just this sil so, silage. Siage. Siage. Yeah. Siage. Siage, darling. Like, silage is like that horrible, like, stuff that farmers have, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's is basically it? rotting, rotting uh, hay. <laughs> hay. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the rotting hay is enormous on this perfume. Yeah, the rotting hay is um, enormous. It, yeah, it's... Uh, so you sent me a sample, and I'm now just sort of obsessively uh, trying to find uh, one of the older bottles because it is... Fucking stupendous. It's amazing, um, isn't it? Uh, now, for anyone who's not tried it, um, my read on it, and, mm. and you know, I'm I'm an absolute fucking duffer at this stuff, but to me, it's quite a chocolatey, dusty, chocolatey amber uh, with um, what feels like a reasonably uh, animalic sort of uh, grrr underneath it. Um, and uh, it makes the whole thing extremely, extremely enjoyable. Um, as a reference point... 
for anyone who cares, and there'll be mass rolling of eyes now. But Roger Dove's Amber X Straight, which actually I also uh, absolutely love, um, is is quite similar, but less less animalic, and I'd say less less well good. done, frankly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- well, less good. Yeah, fair enough. Why not? Um, it, this is an exceptionally good perfume. Um, yeah. It's a great pick, um, James. What do you make of it? Yeah. Uh, Here's my bottle of it. Absolutely love it. Love it. It's one of the best ambers, like, ever. Um, I don't quite get where you're coming from with the chocolatiness, uh, because I would say that some other ambers are chocolatey because Mm. they have this uh, benzoin, uh, whatever you want to call it, benzoin, benzoin, um, uh, kind of quality of, like, sweetness. Now, there is a bit of vanillic sweetness because you need to have that in an amber to make an amber accord. But this amber accord is so, like, uh, it's got so many, like, like peaks in it Mm. of, like, just almost, like, spikiness, but, like, it's more of a a dense, resinous amber. And when people talk about that kind of old books smell Mm. of, you know, old kind of libraries or whatever... It definitely has that quality, but it's like it's so much better than the other perfumes that are described in any of these ways. So I just yeah, think I, I, I get what you mean about the the, the, the vanillas. It's not vanilla forward in the way that a lot of others no. are, and yeah. the sweetness is it's it really just holds back on the sweetness. And you like you say, it's the resins that come forward in, in a completely different mm-hmm. way. And one of the reasons it's my favourite amber of all time is because I. So many ambers that I smell these days, people go, "Oh, it's the best amber." Smell, 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 smell. They're so vanillary or so much sweeter than this, um, mm-hmm. and I like there's, I like that it's not. There's a lot of different categories within uh, a- an amber that you would describe as, "Oh, well, it's kind of broadly similar to all these others." Mm. Um, in the they're kind of just an, an amber accord, but someone's version of an amber accord. So they're just an amber accord pushed in different directions. This one is definitely pushed away from sweet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and and things like uh, Amber Sultan by uh, Serge Lutens, yeah, that's a great amber. But again, that's more in the kind of vanillic sort of mm-hmm. tradition. Yes, it does have these kind of dry, smoky old books, like dusty kind of element to it, but not so much. It's more sort of dialed down. Now, there's millions of amber perfumes. There's millions of really good ones as well, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. And it is very nitpicky to be like, oh, I prefer this one to this one. But this one really stands out as being like the top of the and pile. It's not too now there is powdery a- either, is it? Because a lot of the times, some of those ambers that are that can either be very very vanillic or they can have quite a powdery top note. You know, like mm-hmm. amber absolute and stuff like that. And and even some of the tower um, ambers, I find they they do have quite a powdery top note. This doesn't seem to, for me anyway, it doesn't have that sure. powder. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry, gone. No, I, I, th- I, th- I think it is a little bit powdery, but mm. in in a yeah, good way. A good um, way. I, I think it's uh, it is absolutely amazing. Uh, just tell me about the new one versus the old one. What's what's the difference? I mean, it's really hard to say. I the one I've sent you is like the original OG OG bottle from like when it when it was released. So it it's from mm. two thousand and seven. So it's an old bottle. Um mm. the 
I, I don't experience reformulation with Anique Guitar in the, in the way that I experience it with some of the other brands. So hmm. um, I, I have a friend who used to wear amber fetish just religiously and he had a new bottle and I could slightly smell a difference, I think. But then I think that could easily be down to maceration as well. Hmm. Um, so it, it could just, it's not, maybe it's not reformulation at all. Uh, well, I think I'm going to have to track down a bottle and just looking at uh, the sort of availability. It looks even, like it'll probably be quite one, reasonably priced. But I think even I a new thought. one will be, you'll, you'll do well with, Dan, to be honest. Yeah, n- new one is quite reasonably priced. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll, I was, I've got a uh, code, I think, for one of the... They're selling off because they've actually rebottled again. So they've actually again? got... Again? Yeah, they they've they've repackaging the, the the shape of the bottle. So there's a load of places that are selling off the current um, bottle shape at about oh. half price. All right, let, let's let's kind of move on from amber fetish. Um, I, I I think it's a great perfume. Really enjoyed that. Um, ben. Uh, Tell us about what you... In fact, actually, Ben, tell us about Amber Fetiche. Uh, uh, oh, I haven't smelled it. I don't know it. He didn't get it. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't arrive Postman yeah. on a strike. So, yeah, no no oh, post for me. What a load of shit. Okay. Hello. All right. Well, why don't you tell us about something you've been wearing then, Ben? Something that you've been craving for uh, autumn. What's in your top 10 fall fragrances? But so, so can I chuck out one that we can just brief, 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 briefly mention and then move on from? Because I know you all fucking hate it. But personally, like, like for me, like Tonnerre this time of year. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But Fuck only in a very specific situation. So, like, if you're going outside. Bonfire night. More or less. Night, yeah. Like, you know, when it gets around about that time and you go to, like, the local park to see some, like, f- fireworks display, Tonnerre is, like... That's it. It's perfect for that. It's like, that's what it's made for. And then you could put it away for the rest of the year, for the other 364 you days. You keep it for Halloween. Well, you could do, yeah. yeah that's a good point, actually, yeah. Anyway, so that, I really like that for this time of year because I think, it, in a way, it, it's different. And the reason I wanted to bring it up, not just to be contrary, it's because it, 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 it's just another option because, like, we were saying, like, generally speaking, like, when the weather gets a bit cooler, you wear sort of heavier, denser, thicker perfumes that are a bit richer. Mm. Um, whereas Tonnerre is quite thin, but I feel like it it works with that cold outside air. It's not it's not thin, darling. Do you not think? It, 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 no. no, no. It's no. it's it's a oh. it's a giant thick wedge of perfume. But oh, okay. um I, I, I would argue it's more of a summery fragrance on the basis that it has that sort of barbecue-y sort of vibe to it. You can I would imagine wearing Tonnerre at a summer barbecue. That's where I'd wear mm. it. Perhaps a summer barbecue where thunder and lightning was expected, um, <laughs> but uh, but a barbecue nonetheless. Okay, All right, I don't well, want to talk about fucking. Yeah, let's move on because everyone fucking hates it. Um, so I, I sent a, I sent a sample of Revolution as well in my pack, which he because also I didn't think get. it's a much yeah I know, ah, the one that you mentioned. It's a much easier wear mm. than mm-hmm. Tonnerre, and I I will be wearing this in the autumn, um, and I think it has a lot of similarities with Tonnerre but it's just not as mental <laughs> <laughs> well so alright a good one that I do like that I will be wearing a lot in, in this time of year and I think it almost is like the epitome of a of a autumn fragrance is a, a Midnight Stroll by Gucci uh, anyone it's from oh, the Alchemist Garden I am familiar with it yes I so like it a lot it's from, it's, it's from the Alchemist Garden line it's in the, hmm. one of the black bottles and um 
it's got a woody accord in the bottom. It's so basically it's like I would say like woods incense, very gentle smoke, not in, in the way of like tonneau or anything like that. It's it's you know like designer smoke. It's it's very very subtle. Um, and but the, the the woody accord in it, do you, I I feel like probably a, a better known fragrance is um, oud mineral by Tom Ford. Ooh. Well, so forget Ooh. all of that, right? But just think, do you know the woody accord that's in that? It has that, I don't know yeah. what it is that makes it, but it makes this kind of like, sort of like hardwood, like lacquered hardwood kind of smell. And, and also Coromandel has the same sort of thing, mm. like a kind of lacquered hardwood. Uh, I'm not sure really what it is. It, it, it must just be like a an, an aroma chemical that is in all of those fragrances. But to me, it always, they all remind me. It might be, I don't know, but it basically just gives me this idea of like a kind of dark, lacquered hardwood. Um, anyway, and that's Gucci and Midnight Stroll. It's, it's 99% that. And then it has like this kind of like incensey, smoky sort of vibe along with it. And then there's some like green herbal stuff in there as well. But, mm. but for me, it's like a dark wood and incense. And it's almost, almost just that. You know, it's got like extra sprinkles, but not like the big core of it is this big brown autumnal dark wood and incense thing slightly moist i like interestingly it. Yeah. You, you mentioned the coromandel that would be on my list had my husband not made me sell it because he thinks it smells like dead chickens oh <laughs> dead, dead chickens, chickens. That's, that's a weirdly specific uh uh bird-based yeah, decay like reference yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, coromandel like smells it. like um uh 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 pissy pissy uh, old person's home uh, I, I, I have to say I don't I don't like it I don't um, like it uh, uh, I have tried with it several times it gets likened to Richwood by Zerjoff quite a lot but I don't really get the connection um, Richwood I mean, is awful I really what like Richwood perfume. Oh, you think perfume. oh no yeah. I really like it um, yeah. I don't wear it often but I really like that one but, but I don't like Coromandel um, yeah. Anyway, what, what do you think of Midnight Stroll? Anyway, James, um, I I really like it. Uh, I've not got much experience with it. I went into, uh, I was in Manchester, I think. I went in uh, Selfridges, and they had because obviously that Alchemist Garden line came out. And I've described this before. I really love the marketing. I love the bottles. The bottles are I fantastic, think, aren't they? Yeah, and the whole shtick of like the the actual area in the perfume shop is all themed in that. And I'm like. That's like pretty. It's nice. They're all great. Like they they are really good perfumes, but some of them are a bit um, fleeting, or you know, you might not like. That's. I thought all of them were good, though. All of them are really good. There's a really good jasmine one. There's re- all of them. I don't think there's a bad one. However, they're very expensive. And again, yeah. I don't want to seem too tight because if you love something and and there's clearly a lot gone into the packaging and everything, so I don't begrudge anyone buying them. But I'd like to see them kind of. I know you got your that reduced from somewhere. Oh, you bought it? Did you? Buy I bought that for groups, Facebook group. Yeah. It was someone's like someone had obviously blind bought it and hated it immediately. And but it was new. It was it was pretty much new at the time. So that's new. like the kind of time when I'm like, yeah, that that's like a cool cool time to get it. But they brought two perfumes out, um, and new ones additional to the original releases, which were. A bit overwhelming at first because there was loads of them and there was like waters and then there was like oils so there's like different mm. concentrations and it was all a bit much but i did get around them all and thought they were good however the, trying these i tried them under one of those cloche things 
um, so it was like under this like posh like cloche thing and I smelled it and they, perfumes always smell really good in those cloche things don't you think like they just kind of I don't know they just something about that the action of doing that you're like mm, yeah I like this perfume but I found it quite leathery to be honest I know what you mean it's a woody yeah. incense perfume but it has this beautiful, like, leathery kind of effect. And I was like, wow, this is really good. I think it's, Mar is it Marillas who does uh, yeah. a lot of those? I'm yeah. just looking at them, I'm looking at them now and they are, yeah. yeah. I thought it was very good anyway. And I was like, mm, nice black bottle. Uh, there's another one. I mean, there's one called like Tiger, something with Tiger in the title that's really good. Um, it kind of like of the tiger, voice of the snake. Yeah, kind of mm. like gingery, kind of uplifting sort of gingery kind of thing. But very elegant and like well made and just yeah then they're, they're really nice perfumes like i like to say if i saw certain ones like you know discounted somewhere uh then i probably would uh maybe maybe buy one one day um just to have it in the collection because you know it's a nice thing mm. to have but i don't feel like a massive compulsion to go out and buy them but i would never slag that line off because i think it's a good line um I should yeah, send so, you a midnight stroll so that uh, you guys can smell it for oh. for autumn. So I, think... I, I just wanted to say something just coming back to the, the start. I mean, we can carry on with our like picks and stuff, but I mean, mm. like, I, I, I was thinking, do you make a distinction between uh, autumn and winter or is it just... Yeah. Because, because yes. well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can do because you can think this perfume is indicative of autumn particularly. However, I think I've just picked here with, with my picks... Um, just things that I can't wait to wear. I can't wait to wear my winter stuff because it's gone slightly cold now. So I'm like, I'm just going to wear it now, even though it's not that, I don't associate it with autumn. So I kind of lump autumn and winter to, to, winter together. My, my winter um, for me would be like more um, like gourmandy stuff and slightly like sweeter, spicier, maybe like sort of like vanilla and spices and, and things like that. Yeah. And like real heavy it's ambers. Like, it's kind of more like kind of Chris, Christmassy mm. stuff. Right. I've okay. A different, a different sort of cozier. Whereas my autumn stuff is probably more like just sort of Word. like sort of woody, <laughs> less sweet. Yeah, more like woody and, and yeah. whatever. And then you get kind of sweeter and spicier yeah. in, in the winter. Yeah, I, I get that. I suppose. Um, but yeah, like I say, I've kind of lumped them together here because I, I get so. I, and like I say, I don't wear things for the season. I'll just wear them whenever I want. But I generally because i try so many new perfumes as well it's kind of like fitting stuff into my collection and like i don't always have enough like freshies or whatever to wear in the summer so i inevitably end up wearing warmer stuff anyway but there are things that i just will not wear like in this in the summer Ge generally speaking unless something like sparks it off in me and i go oh yeah i, I want to try that but most of the time, yeah, I will conform to the the season things, despite what I said mm. earlier. Um, yeah, so, so, so me, me too. Of, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. So well, no, real it's, quick, it's, it's, yeah. We, we're just saying about making the distinction between like winter and, and autumn, right? What about where where would Killian Black Phantom fit into that then? Because that's sort of in, in the, the middle. Mm. It's sweet, Killian Black but Phantom it's also can very be woody. Worn whenever you are hungover. <laughs> oh yeah it's your hangover thing it is it? it's yeah. my hangover perfume doesn't matter what the season is where wear it with a hangover fliss is looking at me like i'm a fucking idiot i've got a bottle of killian black phantom and i i bought it on the grey market and i'm keeping it purely because of the skull yeah on mm -hmm. the box yeah and <clears throat> the actual juice inside oh it's just rubbery nothing nothingness it's not a, it's not a good boozy note it's not a good smoky note it's plasticky I like it. 
Oh, I, I love it. I think it's beautiful. It. If I could, if I could decant it and sell all the juice to someone and just keep the gorgeous bottle in the gorgeous skull box, I would. I've well, tried you to could, several times. Because isn't it refillable? No just just take the top off. Oh no, no, no! But I mean, what I mean is that no one wants to buy the fuck. Oh right. <laughs> I've, I've offered decant several times on the groups, and no one's gone. Oh yes. Because everyone wants that. the skull box. That's the thing. Because I think that's the, the reason I probably bought it. They're not as having well. that. That's my precious. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, what else have you got, uh, Ben? Uh, oh, blimey! Um, here's one that I know that you've smelt, Dan. Um, okay. So at least we can sort of uh, memo Shamzood. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I'm literally just holding it in my hand. Uh, I just literally. That's weird. Got that out of the <laughs> yeah, that is, that um, is very odd. Yeah. It's, yeah. No. That. That's. I think familiar. this is fucking brilliant. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Memo, uh, uh, we've talked about extensively uh, as being um, not the best brand in the entire universe and, and certainly not consistent, but but Shamsood is an absolute belter. I got this for 60 quid, um, mm. which is uh, about right, to be honest, um, but it is absolutely stupendous, kind of woody, <clears throat> I guess, smoky, slightly warm, uh, ambery type thing. I reminds really me a little bit it. of that Bodisha, the the king, um, but less oh, yeah, sort of a bit. It's drier plummy. to me. Yeah, it, it hasn't got the plum and it's a bit drier. Um, it's sort of more concentrates on the woody side of things. Um, but but see, I don't associate this to me. Doesn't scream uh, autumn or winter really? or anything. In, in fact, this this is one of those ones. It, it's it's like Tom Ford. Oud wood, it, it, you know, it has no season to it. You can wear it whenever. Um, despite the sort of oud name, it's actually remarkably easy going, um, and uh, I, I really, really rate it. In fact, I'm going to wear that tomorrow. That's that's decision made. It's now sat there, <laughs> waiting. To have, 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 have you Look at you influencing or... each other. Yeah, I've been influenced <laughs> yeah. by Ben. You've uh, it, yeah. uh, Fliss, James. What, Shamsood? Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I have. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's like, though. I remember we had a bit of a discussion about it. I think I tried some other fragrance that someone said, oh, it smells exactly like Shamsood. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Mm. I, yeah. I don't know what that would be, but it, yeah. it's... Uh, it was in, It was on the podcast. It was like oh, some was kind it? of... Yeah, we were talking about it. It was like an early one, though. I think oh, Ben yeah. said, oh, that's, that's like Shamsood, or people say that's like it. Or it says it on Fragranticus. It might have been when I was mo- like moaning about Memo as a brand, and I said that Shamsu <laughs> was one of the better ones for from a brand that's it's generally boring. A, a, but um, out of character for you to be moaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's a. Yeah, I think okay. it's a great one, uh, and it's a good call for autumn. But it's a good call for all year round. To be perfectly honest, I'm just having a quick look on Fragrantica to see what people say Shamsud smells like. Um, and, of course, this is exactly the moment that my phone goes into sort of meltdown and stops working properly. Oh, OK. Um, well, never mind, I, anyway. It's... I, I want to hear what um, James has got to say about Le Leon because you were... Yeah, you were, so like, you mentioned you... Le Leon as a perfume. Is this one of yours, Fliss, for, for autumn? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think the thing about Le Leon, right, is that... Had this have been by an indie perfumer or by 
uh, another lesser brand than Chanel or whatever you want to call it, I may well have... I'd still think it was an amazing perfume, don't get me wrong. I'd still think it was great. But I think in the context, the fact of the, the time that it was released, the fact that it's a Chanel perfume, the fact that they've never... I, name another amber oriental, whatever you want to call it, and name another perfume by... Did you just uh, say the O word? I did, but I, I said oh. it sort of in quotations, like as in um. I, I don't necessarily like... I'm using it because, the, I, like, traditionally it was called that. Do we want to do a fucking Prince, the formerly known as, you know... What, the genre I'm not, formerly I'm, known as Oriental? Yes, I'm not condoning... I, it's like the word, you know, the word's not going to fucking harm anybody. And if it does, well, you know, like I say, I don't mean any offence by it. Anyway, mm. let's not get bogged down in that shit, right? So, no. basically, I, I think that, like, I think it's a masterpiece in the terms of people compare it to Shalimar. It's not like fucking Shalimar. It what is you... though a little bit. It is. It no, really no, is. no, 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 no. It's it's <laughs> Chanel's. No, no, no. It's Chanel's. No, no, equi... no, no, no. It's it's Chanel's equivalent to um to Shalimar, or you can call it you know their answer to Shalimar, or you know whatever you want to call it. But it does not smell like Shalimar. If you think that it smells like Shalimar. It, it does. doesn't. It, doesn't. it definitely I mean, distinguishes itself. It's, it's much stronger. It's much heftier. It's much weightier. It's punching on a completely different level. Well, there you go. You've uh, just said it's, it's so that means it's different. <laughs> so but it's not. Like, but the notes, the the, the, the notes. Uh, it's almost like it's Shalimar in its head. No, I, I'll just tell you. No, right. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, Hang yeah, on. you're entitled the to. You're entitled about to, to fucking tell us. No, no, you're entitled to that opinion, right? But. I, I, you've ju- no, but you've no, but I'm just saying. So I don't mean to patronise you. I'm just saying. I, no, no, no. Oh, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm basically. I'm what I'm saying is that, like, it has this like, like almost like kind of animalic labdanum, which I would say I don't normally. I'm drawn to, and I'm still challenged by it. I'm still challenged by it when I wore it the other day. I'm like, I love this, but. Like, it's so relentless and it's such a bass-heavy, like, perfume. And, yeah, all right, if you want to say it's like Shalimar, but it's not. It's not. But the bass is... It smells like the Shalimar no, bass. It's it just, doesn't. It's amped right. I've made, like, a million different, like, formulations of Shalimar and this is not like Shalimar, right? I, I don't know how to make Le Leon, right? But I pretty could have a pretty good crack at Shalimar, right? And I guarantee that they are not similar. Like, and I, I don't. I, if 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 that's like, if you think that, then I can't. You know what I mean? I can't say it. I just think like in. I don't accept anybody saying that it's like Shalimar. What well, if you checked it out on Fragrantica? How many people think it is? <laughs> yeah, but Fragrantica. Do you know what I mean? I, no, I no, know. it, it doesn't mean anything. What well, I'm just saying no, is, no. is that there is a majority. There is a, that go. Oh gosh, actually, this is a complete nod to Shalimar. Yeah. Shalimar if you is... imagine Hulk Hogan wearing Shalimar, that's Le Leon. Yeah. Yes. Hulk Hogan wearing Shalimar. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I, I uh, well, I mean, honestly, I uh, I think it. Smells like a Roger Dove perfume. Um, so, uh, uh, Which one? so, so the base uh, to me it smells like Roger Dove Parfum de la Nuit number two. Um, it, so it starts with a very boozy sort of thing, but it dries down into something very similar to to Le Leon. 
which is why I sold Le Leon, but I'm having regrets about that. Um, I mean, I love uh, Parfum Delanoite too. I, 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 you know, I know the whole kind of uh, part. Part of me hates myself for loving it so much, but it really is a, a monumentally good perfume, and it's one of my picks for for uh winter months because it's got that boozy cognac sort of thing at the top and then essentially the same uh base as as le leon in my view looks of absolute disgust all round just your frame of reference is just so luxurious it's just it's always like oh it reminds reminds me of this zerjoff or this we've never tried them we fucking oh all right absolute fucking shitheads right i am literally Um, making a note here send the les odorants twats bunch of fucking pdln2 samples yeah Um, because we're all too poor this is the best release in you've smelt in 10 years um or were you, were you being effusive? I'm being slightly he's... hyperbolic in that, uh, just to kind of hype the second section. Um, and I'm not even 100% like sure about it myself. So I have had the opportunity to buy it, obviously. Uh, and I've actually bought... I bought um, a different Chanel, what it was, a 31 Rue Cambon. Uh, mm. I bought that instead of buying Le Leon. I had the opportunity. and Because I always know that it's going to be that. I just think it's an iconic perfume for Chanel because it's it's kind of outside of their usual thing. Let's like put the Shalimar like debate to one side for a minute. I get why people say that. And like I say it's a it, it's it's such a um a difference for them and it's it doesn't feel like they've gone we need to cover the base quickly of like doing oh, no. things cuz they could have done it at any time, right? But they've done it now and I think it's a I think it's I think it's fucking brilliant. And I still find it challenging. I don't 100% like, like love it. And that's why I think it's so brilliant. I think it's more, it, it'll stand the test of time. And I think it will be quite an important like perfume in their sort of, you know, canon, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, think, I think it's really stand out. If you, if you go to and look at their exclusives line and you smell them all individually, this is, I'm not going to say head and shoulders above the rest, but it's, it is. It is. It's on yeah. a completely different level. It's it's in, really daring for for Chanel yeah. as well, it isn't it? Almost doesn't fit on that. It on doesn't. That, no. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I love it for it's it's so fucking ballsy. Mm-hmm. I just think mm-hmm. it's so yes, ballsy. I love it. So we I all love it. Daring right? do. Oh, darling, it does. It <laughs> it it dares my do no end. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we all love it, and that's <laughs> established. Um, have you got? Have you got it there, Ben? Were you? Yeah, have you went, yeah. I just sprayed it. I just, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we all love it, and that's established. But what I don't get is how do you associate it with autumn? Because for me, I mean, I wear. I, I wore this all through the summer. To be honest. Um, but um, but I would, if I was going to associate it with anything, it would be like maybe spring. Um, like the or the back end of winter when like like you know after Christmas like sort of January February sort of time, maybe. Um, it to me it doesn't say like rotten leaves. This says like big blooming flowers and like. Argh. No way for me it's really, 
it's that smoky crispiness that we were talking about. It definitely about has like a that. smokiness to it, doesn't it? Like... But that and that, yeah, that kind of bonfire feel. Um, yeah. I probably will wear what? it all the way through winter, but it's, I, I couldn't wear this in the summer. Again. I, I would choke myself out, I think. I, I think describing it like in those terms, like if you say it's smoky or you say whatever, it kind of almost might be slightly misleading. I know exactly what mm. you mean. Yeah, right? yeah. But I, I actually, I've, I, I wrote something down here. It's not like an upfront, in-your-face, like, smoke accord, is it? It's more just like it's got this kind of bit... It has a feel of it. Yeah, textural, almost. Um, In an upcoming review, I've written, uh, it's not charred or smoky. Uh, Instead, it's more like a super hot piece of metal which you place your foot on and leave a gummy footprint as as it instantly turns the sole to tacky molten rubber. Oh, God, that's horrible. Oh, no, I don't want that image in my head. Well, it's, like, nice, but it's kind Take of, like... Take it away. Take it away. What, do you uh, know, what, what sort of fucking device is this that you've just invented? It's it just, like, a hot... Just a hot plate for... I mean, you just say it's, oh, it's just a hot plate for, for your feet. What sort of fucking... This thing doesn't exist. You've know. just invented some, some sort of weird, like... If you heat up a style. piece of metal and then no, you're I, like... Have you never, like, melted I, your I, shoes on, like, hot bits of stuff? No. no? <laughs> like, we used to have, right? We used to have a canal boat, yeah? My dad used to have, a, a like, a barge, a narrow boat. And, uh... It had one of those like log burner like things in it, and you could like you could you know have a like put a kettle on it and stuff and like boil yeah. you know it was fucking hot. And uh, yeah, if you put your foot on the top of it, why would you? It would like melt your shoes because <laughs> just for a buzz, why not? Like, and that's the thing that I get are, from the labdanum. It's are this kind definitely of definitely the strangest guy I know. That's fucking mad. <laughs> I, yeah. Why have you never done shit like that? Just like, just no. do it for the. Uh, I've okay. done stuff just to see what happens, but I yeah, mean, exactly. I've never like I once melted my foot. I once right, and this is somebody who's you know studied fucking electrical engineering or whatever. And this was like when I was a kid. I was like, I don't reckon you get a shock if you stick a knife in the toaster. Right, I was like, I reckon that's, I reckon, that, I reckon that's, but I reckon that's bollocks, right? They're like, so, yeah, this is this is just big fucking toaster lying to us. Yeah, no, I did, I did, and uh, so it's I was big, like, it's big bread, right? Give it here, and I, I d- it wasn't even like I mistakenly touched it trying to get the toast out or anything. I went, go on, and fucking, bah! and I literally like launched the fucking did. knife across the room. And was like, yeah, it does, it does give you a belt. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm well, James, and I will not <laughs> fucking be told anything. I well, need to find you, it out for myself. Do you want to hear something worse, right? A friend of mine... <laughs> not yeah. sure I do, but... Right. A friend of mine <laughs> oh, uh, is an electrician, um, but he's colourblind. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the start of a joke, doesn't it? But it's true, he's fucking colourblind. Colourblind like, so electrician how... walks into yeah. a bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? I'm like, how do you do it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I get a belt sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? But like, what? Like, he get like he fucking gets like shocked quite a lot. Uh, but yeah. that hurts as well because I, I yeah, do electrocuted does. myself putting up a bathroom mirror and it fucking yeah, it does. I fell over. Does hurt, yeah. I was like in oh, the yeah. in the room opposite. Yeah, jeez. Uh, 
Uh, my my mate's dad was a Sparky, and uh, and I remember him saying that like he just had no fucking concept of like health and safety, and he he just saw his dad like holding two wires together and like, all these sparks, and his dad going, "Oh, it's fighting back! It's fighting!" Back. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that's not how it's meant to work, my friend. But anyway, yeah. uh, okay, good, right. So I think we've done Le Lion, Le Leon, and uh, Foot fucking damaged pretty well to death um weird weird progression of uh, discussion um uh, oh uh, fliss uh, sorry i wasn't talking about i wasn't talking about putting your bare feet on it i was talking about uh, putting oh. like a like a like a gummy shoe like a rubber like oh i thought you were actually talking about your actual yeah so, 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 <laughs> no i didn't do that why the fuck I'm like, i didn't do that jesus oh, christ yeah yeah so, so sorry I, I i love this sort of look of indignation on james's face as though oh my god no that would be stupid the thing that i just described <laughs> is perfectly fucking normal no james no, you know like no. the gum like the waffle sole on like a like yes. like a van's yeah. trainer or something yeah imagine that just going about, slightly like, actual barefoot oh god my stomach a bit so oh. I just had to like, not listen to it. <laughs> every time I tried to put my earphones back on, I could just hear more horror show. More so, horror yeah. show. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, cool. This this is one that I always look forward to wearing. Oh, 24 yeah. gold. Yeah. 24 gold. Yeah. yeah so, like, I love that it's a little piece of shit. Perfect. Yeah, but um, so 24 gold is basically um, the same as a number of other things, including the Arabian Oud one. Uh, yeah, but how much do they cost, dude? How much do they cost? Uh, more than they used to. They used to be very reasonable. I think it's probably only about seventy or eighty quid. I know. I know that. I know the twenty-four gold is like about four pounds or something. Daft. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's a certain. There's a certain sickliness to both of them, though, that mm-hmm. I, I I don't particularly care for. I mean, they're, they're I think they you know perfectly respectable perfumes, but there's something a little bit icky, a bit rubbery, a bit kind of nasty about them. Um, and I don't mean well, they're stupidly vanilla, cheap. aren't they? They're really yeah. vanillary. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, I don't know it at all. Well, yeah. Am I missing out or not? Not really. Not, not really. No. I mean, if you've smelled any of those kind of ridiculously sweet Arabic sort of they're mm. supposed to be oud fragrances, uh, it's kind of like one of those. But it's really, it was really good. It was kind of refreshing at the time because it's it's a brand. It's like mm. 20th century Fox. I mean, like, what is going on? Like, you know, uh, so it, it's actually got, it's got some Arabic writing on the bottom as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just got it, you know, some formula from there it's it's got that kind of middle eastern sort of appeal um and w- i mean i never really watched 24 but whenever i kind of dipped into it it was always the guy talking like this and there was like oh, unbearable I tension d- like t- and i was like I didn't realize this is it's, like uh, it's fr- yeah from the tv, TV show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah there's a whole range of them there's platinum and there's fucking after dark and all sorts of shit i think i've got the all of which i've got (laughs) well there's i've got a silvery one somewhere which basically smells like zerjoff more than words um which is kind of oh no it does (laughs) it does it's it's a a really metallic like cheap rose it's i still like it but like Uh, more than words is quite a rich like vanillic kind of rose isn't it it's all the Um, same it's all the same it's all the same it's all fucking 
gross. I mean, more than words is just. By the way, more than words is 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 the strongest perfume ever made. I think. Um, I have a hoodie that is permanently ruined by that. I mean, it's been like through the wash ten times and it still smells of this fucking shit. You cannot get that stuff out of clothing. Do not get more than words on your clothes. It will ruin them. That is a public service announcement from Les Oberts. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so anyway, that that's 24 gold. Uh, another one that I like is uh, Musk Ravageur for this time of year. This is an old bottle because apparently, like the new one, is not as good. Um, but uh, I See, think it's amazing. I imagine Fliss would very much like that. Now, do you know what I, James and I were having a chat about this yesterday? Uh, I'm almost completely asnomic to it. Asnomic? I anosmic. Asnosmic. Sorry. Asnosmic. I can't speak and I can't smell either. Yeah. I'm, I, you can't smell it. I, I can't smell it. Weird. I can't smell it all, at almost at all. And yeah, I've got I've got friends. Some people who wear say it and, you were lucky because a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. So so I think I would like it though. I, mean, I look at the notes and I think yeah. And the people that wear it are the people that share my tastes mm. um sorry what's this but, uh, Mus- sure. yeah I, oh right yeah. i just can't and i've tried okay. so many times I, so, so, I, but, so here's here's the aesthetic from musk ravager right long haired hairy chested lothario wearing leather jacket walks into bar too drunk stands at the bar pisses in his jeans falls over <laughs> musk ravager <laughs> that's the aesthetic um uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that—that's you. Yeah, you can you can say that, right? I, I just did. <laughs> I well, I I, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, I think to me, we can talk about like vanilla, or you can talk about pissiness, or you can talk about like the musks in it, or whatever. But and it does have all those things, and a slightly like spicy, you know. I don't know, like clovey, cinnamon, perfumey thing to it, right? But to me, it smells like one of the most accurate floral smells in nature, which is the smell of lilies. You know the bit in the middle that cats, like, die if they mm. fucking go near it? Like, mm. if you smell those, it smells, to me, the most accurate of, of that. So it's this vanillic, almost like sickly sweet animalic slightly indolic slightly like pissy like you say but like Mm. it smells of lilies to me exactly almost exactly of lilies Hmm. well uh i uh i i certainly went off it uh that's what i can tell you um i'm just looking at my list and and thinking probably uh none of you will know most of them because there's a few roger doves and um (laughs) The two oh, highbrow for yours, your sort. No, it's this, not that. This riffraff won't know this. Uh, well, I've, I wrote down interlude because I think interlude's a gimme, right? Um, I... Yeah, that's definitely autumn fragrance. Isn't it? I, th- I think you could probably actually just throw Amourage into like the whole month, like mm. autumn, like <laughs> essentially, like that's their vibe, isn't it? No. It's autumn woody, incensey, smoky. No. Yeah. Maybe that's what Amarage means. Who knows? Or maybe it's the Amarages that I've smelt, yes. like, 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 
like interlude, Black Iris, Miss. They do some um, really, really springy, summery, floral. Yeah, stuff. see, I've not smelt those ones. Maybe it's because I'm not interested in those yeah. ones, so I've just given, I've given them a birth. But for me, like Amouage is always like smoky and scentsy. Most kind of, of woody. Most of the masculine range do tend to be kind of quite uh, headbanger, sort of heavy autumnal. Uh, with the exception of like Reflection Man, which is quite sort of uh, mm. spring floral kind of thing, but uh, uh, I'm not sure about the the, the feminine range because I've not tried that many of them. Um, They're really good. Very, there's some gorgeous, really just flory, florally, springy, summery florals. Oh. All the love line, love mm. lilac, love uh, tuberose, love all of that stuff. Uh, Figment Woman is just summer on a on a. Epic <laughs> Epic yeah. Woman I liked. Epic Woman I liked, but that, that yeah, Epic Woman does fall, yeah. fall into the sort of uh, uh, autumnal vibe again. Uh, but Epic Man, I would say, is exactly autumnal line. It's like, you know, rotten mulch and, and, and sort of mud, isn't it? Uh, Excellent. Like sort of mulch, sort of wet, damp, rotten, mulchy wood. Rotten, mulchy wood. Right, we have... Yeah, Epic, Amouage Epic Man. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, right. Well, time is marching on, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you all choose one more fragrance because uh, 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 having uh, shot my load on uh, Interlude, I can't really offer uh, all that many more. Safe to say that most of my fragrances with a leather or a tobacco mm. sort of uh, vibe are, are going to get a good outing um, o- over the uh, autumn. But being the contrary twat that I am, you'll probably find me wearing like... Uh, uh, lots of uh, uh, bright neroli and like citrus fragrances and stuff through autumn, demanding that these are considered seasonally appropriate. Um, so you all get to choose one more. Um, James, what would you like to choose? Santos de Cartier. Ah, do you know what? I've only ever had a fake version of that. <laughs> I accidentally bought a fake, and uh, uh, that was embarrassing. So um, tell me about it. Um, Yeah, it's uh, wonderful. Um, It's all those kind of, like, masculine, uh, I don't know, like, peppery, leathery sort of woods that you would expect, but with a kind of sandalwoody, soft, uh, like, weirdly coconutty note to it. It's, (laughs) It's lovely. And do you know what? This was kind of, this isn't even really my choice. Some guy said to me, oh, you're going to be getting the Santos de Cartier out. Someone messaged me on uh, Instagram uh, and just said, oh, you're going to, and I was like, it's that Paul B. Is he called? Shout out to Paul B. Do you know Paul B? Oh, yeah. You all know Paulie Paul B. B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak to Paul um, occasionally. Yeah. Uh, he said something about Santos and I was like, oh, yeah, like, cool. Yeah, I'll be so, wearing that this kind of autumn. So it's just, ah, what a beauty, man. So I do have Santos Concentre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know know how different that is to the original one. Uh, It's it's really good as well. It it is very good. This is like, um, uh, this is all kind of pepper and spice and, uh, you know, super masculine. It's maybe a bit too peppery for me. Right, the only right. Trouble. Um, and I, I wonder whether the uh, the original one isn't maybe a bit easier going. I'd say it probably is. Uh, mm. They both have a very similar vibe, but it's exactly what we were saying, like about um, you know perfumes having uh, a 
um, uh, you know, different concentrations being slightly different formulation. I mean, they, they inevitably are. Um, so I can't, haven't smelled the concentrate for a long time, so I, I, mm. I don't really know exact differences. But, yeah, this is definitely not a level of, like, pepperiness that I'd think was you weren't able to handle. Um, mm. Whereas I couldn't say the same for the, the concentrate. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. I love the creaminess of the dry down. It's so long. And it, it for... Something to have a coconut note, you automatically think, oh, sun cream, oh, that kind of like slightly insipid like vibe, or or maybe like beachy kind of like uplifting stuff with citrus, where it's like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, but this is like a toasted like uh, coconut y sort of like vibe. It's really like no other coconut sort of note or accord or whatever that I've smelled uh, in a perfume. And uh, it's very masculine and very you know very much like those kind of 80s 90s mm. tropes whatever uh as mm. well so i love it i love it okay well that sounds good and it sounds like i'm gonna have to send you some of the concentrate to uh, get your opinion on um, yeah that'd be great so that's a good one a good call uh ben would you like to throw another one into the mix so I, I want to pick stuff that we've all heard of or whatever, but at the same time, like, I just don't know. Like, I feel like I should be unique as well. Yeah. And and so the last one I'm going to pick, because it really is awesome, and I've been wearing it actually like a couple of times this week, is a Zoologist Moth, which is one that I know you all hate. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's um, It's got such a strange opening in it. It smells like mothballs and it's horrible. And then it has this like smoke. What, like naphthalene? Yeah. And, and then it like um, sort of like... As it goes on, it turns into this like smoky vanilla with like a, a lot of like dark musky florals in there and stuff, and um, it's really good. And it's but it's it's really unusual, highly unusual. Um, go on, Fliss, what are you laughing? I've just looked it up on my spreadsheet where I I've obviously tried it once, and I've written early nineties tarot shop wrapped in plastic quickly becomes honeyed as presumably the moth encounters a night blooming flower. Mich, spare me your lurid technicolor perfume paintings. I love it. Uh, so I get the early nineties tarot shops. I, 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 I see what you're saying with that for sure. Um, uh, but I love it. I love, I, I, love, I love the advocacy from you, Ben, and I also love the uh, absolute fucking cold hard dismissal by uh, by Flint. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we're seeing both sides of the story there. It's uh, brilliant. Um, okay, I, I I actually don't know moth. Um, I think we, we've talked a lot about zoologists yeah, I don't and the fact that I, I I find the whole sort of concept. Bleh. But uh, anyway, um, okay, so uh, as only you two know that one, uh, Fliss, do you have one more you'd like to throw in the mix? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I sent you all a little sample of it, Poutin de Palais. Oh. Uh, I can imagine you all hating it. It's very, very pink, but it's also got quite a lot of skank in it. And it's, I just think it's really good fun. And Is this it's, the Eldo uh, one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 the attack leader yeah. orange. Pretend to I've got it in and my pocket because I've been walking around with it in my pocket. When <laughs> um, when I wear it, bizarrely, I get more compliments than I would expect. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a fantastic perfume. I don't necessarily think it's particularly well um, made, but 
It is fun and I love the skank underneath all of the pink berries. What what I found about it, right, and this is the thing, that I thought the opening was quite mad in terms of, like, it's a little bit turbulent. Yes, it's this kind of soft, powdery, uh, pink thing, but it has a rose note, which is very fleeting. So mm. it starts off and you think, is this going to be a rose perfume? And I can't, sometimes I can't distinguish between the finest, like, beautifully accurate rose absolute kind of recreation and really tacky shit rose. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. there's, a, there's a really fine line and you don't really know where it is. That's exactly what it was. And then it's gone. And then it's like, there's no rose really in this perfume, like later on, which is unusual for it to be that toppy. But then um, I, it's kind of, uh, yeah, like like musky, very much like um, the, the, the brand. So it's kind of, it's got that like something slightly like, mm, yeah, it's a bit off about it. But then the deep, deep dry down. So the, just the musks in the base, beautiful absolutely gorgeous when it's gone like after hours and hours it's stunning it is like oh beautiful i find it quite animalic in a very female way i mean it's meant to smell a bit like horse knickers and i think it does well i i i i I really like it and i i smelt this like when i first started like i suppose like dipping my toes into the ideas of like skanks and stuff mm. um it was one of the ones that kept cropping up whenever you sort of looked around for like you know ask people oh what's a skanky perfume they, they it seemed to always bring this one up so i had to give it a go and i i really really like it as well i haven't smelled it for a long time so um i hope the postman yeah, look, comes soon yeah I look forward to the postman because <laughs> I, I i look forward to smelling that again actually because i i liked it at the time but this is going back a few years mm. now um mm. and you know taste changed and I? I i can only imagine that i would like it more now um, than I did then, and I liked it then. So I keep expecting yeah. I keep expecting me to go off it because I've had it for such a long time, and also I, the more I have it, I kind of there is a really discordant feel to the initial blast, and then like you say, James, yeah, the dry down. Totally, I can't get rid of it. That I've had it in my collection for years and years and years, and I cannot bring myself to. I definitely get a bottle just on the strength of try because I obviously have like I've tried you know, all these perfumes like back in the day or whatever and then gone, just dismissed them or not thought to try them again because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I tried that. But when you actually revisit and think about what they are, when it came out, the brand, how it was then and how, like, uh, you know, how unique a lot of those, like, concepts were. The only reason that we're kind of, they're sort of scratching around for stuff now is because they did so much kind of, like, kind of groundbreaking stuff or, like, Mm at least that quirky kind of tongue-in-cheek sort of like uh, vibe of all the perfumes, they're kind of running out of sort of ideas now and some of the recent ones are a bit shit, aren't they? They've they've lost that like punky kind of like edgy spark that they had um, and they're kind of a bit shit now. But this kind of represents like, you know, a bit of a look back to the kind of glory days of uh, of that brand. And yeah, I think, I think it's really good. Uh, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed... Um, trying it again so cool yeah it's excellent i yeah i'm I'm not sure about it it strikes me as quite sort of trite and girly if i'm honest uh, it's it feminine really, it's very feminine yeah. yeah yeah it's not really giving me uh, a great deal beyond that no. um but anywho um right i did think of one that i want to throw in there which um 
I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I feel like, you know, I'm always this twat with, oh, look at my expensive perfumes. How about this one? Dior Homme Parfum. Yes or no? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's a good one. Hmm. Yeah. Ringing endorsement, I like that. Ben? Uh, I don't have it, but I would say it's a great autumn mm. frag, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, three like, like, I guess that would be probably when I would pull it out if I was going to. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's great as well. I just, I don't own it, not for any reason other than, like, I just not thought to buy it, but mm. it is a really good perfume. Like, it's, I went to the shop and bought yeah. it on the day it came out. So nice. I like it that much. To like have you go, still got, soon as have I you still got that bottle or have you used it up? No, no, I've still got it, of course. Awesome. That'll be Why worth is a that? fortune in years to come. Is it really? Well, oh, well I, I don't I wear it that much. So No, I think they have redone redone it. Um, but uh, Well, funnily uh, enough, yeah, I nearly mine's... got a guy to send it me from France because it came out in France like about two months before it came out here. Wow. Uh, and I was like, I was that keen to just try it. That is super uh, keen. Yeah, because, you know, I, I figured it was good. I think someone had said it was good, like somewhere I'd seen, um, maybe maybe like Clayton or somebody had said that it was good, who'd had a pre kind of thing of it. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'll try that. And then, so yeah, I, I, great, great perfume, you know, really good. Uh, same okay. with the, uh, the Fahrenheit, you know, the Fahrenheit Parfum. Do you know um, what? I've never tried that. Um, oh, it's, I, I, it's really good. Yeah, I've not tried it. Obviously, got the Fahrenheit EDT. It's very sweet. Is, I don't know whether you'd because uh, it's kind, I, kind I'm of. I'm not a huge fan of sweetness, but sometimes, mm. just sometimes, um, uh, like uh, Perfumer H uh, Heliotrope that I mentioned last week, that's kind of oh, sweet sure. and enjoyable. Um, Fliss, uh, do your home parfum one you know, one you care about? I don't know it well enough to make any sort of sensible conversation. Fine, that's okay. I think we've more or less run out of sensible conversation anyway. So um, I'm going to wrap us up. Um, I think uh, main conclusion I will draw from today is that we're all agreed seasonality is for twats. We will wear what we want, when we want, and no one's going to tell us what to do because we're less odorants. Um, but broadly, um, we do prefer the darker, richer stuff during during the cooler months, um, <laughs> which which is all cool. I think we all pretty well uh, loved Le Leon. Um, Ambre Fetiche is my absolute revelation of the week, and um, I'm sort of low-key in love with it. Um, and now it's going to be a challenge, you know, which one do I buy, that or the Grossmith? Um, can uh, can I just mention good. one amber that's really good? No. Yeah, go on. Please. Do it, do it. Please. Rania J. Rania J. Oh, Amber Amber. Yeah. It's, amber it's really, it's affordable. It's kind of along the similar lines as this. And it's really good. So it's very good. I found it very rubbery. I find some ambers to be very rubbery. Uh, the Armani one, through Amber Centrico, I think it's called, um, and the Rania J one in particular, super rubbery um, and mm -hmm. just not quite my jam. Um, it's it's basically uh, what Tom Ford Amber Absolute might have been if they'd overdone the whole rubber ring thing um, on it, I guess. Anyway... Uh, right, well, you've mentioned it. Thank you for mentioning it. Uh, any final thoughts? Ben? I think it's quite interesting that actually all of our ideas of an autumn fragrance is quite different in a way. 
Like I thought, like like I, I feel like my idea of a autumn fragrance is not like any of like Fliss's, but then I don't think Fliss's is like James's, and oh. I don't think he like maybe Dan. I, I, I sort of have some something common with your sort of picks, but yeah, yeah maybe that was may, quite maybe. But your your idea of any sort of particular occasion is, is <laughs> generally to say exactly this. <laughs> yeah it's generally sort of verging on the contrary isn't it it's uh you know you, i don't know you, yeah. you, you like the uh ton air for uh, uh autumn I, I don't like ton air for anything to be honest so, uh, <laughs> there you go uh okay james any final thoughts as the arbiter uh no oh okay so, uh, out, <laughs> no, out of character. I, um... Well, no. I, I I can give you some, but I know you're you're tired and you want to go to bed. <laughs> I, so. I really want to go to bed. Yeah, good. Right, okay. It's been a fucking hoot. Uh, you lot are the absolute best. Um, thank you, dear listener, for sticking with us. You can check out all the blur in the show notes, and if uh, anyone can be asked, we will get a list of perfumes mentioned. Um, I should uh, I should say we may not be asked though. Uh, James, you you've got your finger up. You, you, you by which yeah. <laughs> I'm being polite. James right, to in- so yeah, he wishes to interject. Is next week going to be uh, a Halloween special? Because it's not. We we fall like in between the Halloweens. Uh, like ne- no, not next not next week. Halloween. Next fortnight when we record. Is it when's Halloween? Oh, hang on, sorry. Is that next month? I don't. I, don't I, I just know. This I, sorry, James. I, I just missed all of that because my daughter called me and that fucked up my headphones. I, I got, oh, okay. Is next week sorry. Be, is next uh, week uh, Hall- be, uh, Halloween next week? Ne- next Hall- week Halloween next Halloween? episode. Is it going to be? Are we going to do like? Yeah. Why spooky, not? Yeah. Spooky. Are we going to dress fragrances? up? <laughs> Well, uh, I, we'll just. Yeah. Ben is just going to send us everything he owns. I was going to say once again. I feel like we're just talking about my collection of perfumes. Outstanding. Uh, yes, let's do that. Let's do. Let's do some fucking Halloween business. Uh, right. Um, let's fucking stop waffling there. Um, oh, by the way, I did notice the uh, outtake last week was something like, uh, "I wonder what your fucking outtake's going to be this week." So. Uh, <laughs> So you can't go full on meta and double up on that because that'd be too fucking weird. Me going on about last week's outtake, or he could. Yeah, do it, do it. Says Fritz. <laughs> right, I, I'm trying to end this fucking show, you pricks. Right, uh, thank you very much, everyone. Bye, bye. Yeah, see ya. Bye. bye. <laughs> about Sundays and football well actually earlier like so you know earlier was Liverpool against Arsenal I yeah. fell asleep listening to it on the radio and I had a dream that someone stole all of my Zergeoffs and I was in a, living in a shared house and I went to my bedroom and Nico Arteta or Mikel Arteta was having sex with some lady in my bed <laughs> what? Did that really what? happen or was that all what? in your dream? It was all in my dream I definitely don't live with Mikel Arteta yeah. It's an excellent story
This is quite weird. 